Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Good morning and how it goes. Forget about this Tuesday nonsense. This morning, it will no longer be Tuesday here at K-Rock. It will be Green Day because we are going to world premiere a brand new Green Day song. It's the first song we're going to play for you in a matter of seconds right here on K-Rock. Man, I, I've, I'm really excited about hearing this. I've never heard it, and I heard about that we were going to be playing this, and I... I don't think I've ever had the pleasure of listening to brand new Green Day with you on the air. Here we go. This is going to be, I don't even want to waste any time introducing ourselves. If you're new to the show, nice to meet you. But let's uh, forget about us and let's focus on Green Day. They have a new album dropping January 19th of 2024. This is the first single opening track from that band's album, of course. Da, 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 That's da, not da, it. Da, da, oh my God, da, da, he sounds terrible. That is. That sounds great. I regret everything I said about New Green Day. That is real dookie right there. <laughs> Let's give you the actual world premiere that you've been waiting for. Uh, we'll be doing this throughout the morning, but what a way to start your brand new day. You heard this band for the first time on K-Rock, so let's hear a brand new song from them for the first time on K-Rock, and then we'll tell you everything we have in store for you today. Gather around like the old days. It's time for world premiere music. World premiere. Da, 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 That's the real American dream. Minus that last part, it was a great song. The American dream is killing me. You're in a mood today, aren't you? World premiere Green Day. Just like Postmaster Johnny is really firing me up today. I love that kid, but man, relax, dude. The guy's so just I know oblivious to everything and just kind of go with the flow. You know that about him, dude. I Omar, I get it. But like this was one of those. There's very few things that, that, that matter I at this your place. Side too. The Green Day thing it. was a big deal. We had all talk about it. I wake up this morning. I'm waiting for the socials to be popping. New Green Day. Let's go. Six a.m. Nothing there. So I put up some posts. I'm, ha- I'm I'm literally in the middle of taking a dump at home, looking at my phone, going, "Well, we nothing on the socials. We talked about right. it yesterday. Postmaster Johnny knows nothing there. So I put up some dumb little posts because I'm not great at that. And then he comes in. and goes, "Well, that post up on our thing sucks." And I go. <laughs> I go, yeah, you're right, because that was your job, Postmaster Johnny. So post you're it. You're the postmaster. You're the postmaster. I'm not. So you were supposed to post it. And it's like I'm telling him for the first time. He goes, oh, news to me. Bro, check like- out this new post going up right now. It's uh, fire, bro. Right. Come on, dog. This is not even on air. So new the- Green Day, 630. Yeah, so the new post is going to go up now to promote the song that we just played uh, a second ago. It's up already. It's up already. All right. Well, there it is. The new post is up. Is that Allie dancing in the studio? 
And you headbanging. All right. Oh, did you headbang? I, don't, I didn't mean to if I did. I take it back. Take down that post. Uh, New Green Day. We'll, I'll play that throughout the morning. While people oh, instant, you guys are like Beavis and Butthead over there. Instant, I love it. Instant <laughs> feedback, by the way, from the uh, the text line. People loving the New Green Day. It's, r- it's rare that uh, you get such positive feedback so quickly. Usually people's first reaction now is, is uh, oh, this is new. I don't like it. But you know what? Green Day, people like it. So, well, And it's nostalgic. 818 said new Green Day and new Blink-182. Life feels good right now. Yeah, it feels normal again, right? So, well, anyway, we'll uh, give you that every hour throughout the morning. And the album, you'll have to wait till January 4. But thank you, uh, Green Day. What a way to start the day. Huh? And I think over the weekend when they did we when we were young, they uh, debuted a different song just for the crowd there. So uh, this is their first official single for everybody to hear. You know when bands will do that thing where they'll say... Um, Hey, everyone, uh, put away your phones for a second. We're going to do something special just for you. Mm-hmm. What percentage of the people in the audience actually, like, listen to that? It, like, you know, really... Well, especially if it's something new, never been heard before. Because everyone wants to have that. Everyone wants... I think everyone starts, like, first verse and chorus. You put it away. Then they because, pull it out slowly. Yeah, just to be respectful. And then Not you me. slowly start pulling it out when the artist really gets into it. I would do the opposite. Like, if I had a phone not even thinking about it, and they're like, guys, put away your phone for this. This is something special. I'd be like, got to get the phone out. Got to <laughs> capture this. Well, and a lot of times now, the last few shows I've been to, the, hey, guys, this is just for you. I'm doing this, you know, it's different than last night. It happens during the encore. It's like, all right, we're going to go away. Now we're going to do four or five songs, plus like a cover that you've never heard before, maybe a new one. They do it during the encore because they want people to wait around for the best part of the show. Uh, Omar, remember that Morrissey show you went to where uh, you, he didn't leave your show, but the next night he left because he got like cold. He got The, uh, the Greek, yeah. yeah it his was nipples bit, were hard. His nipples got hard. It was a bit of a breeze. Yeah. I feel yep. like if more bands did that kind of move where like even one song in, because I know as it is now, they play for like an hour. And then they leave, and we all know the encore's coming, so everyone like sticks mm-hmm. around. But if they started kind of doing that more Morrissey thing, I mean, not really the Morrissey thing, because then no one would ever see any band they ever like, because he just leaves yeah, forever. Really. But if yeah. they like left after one song, like you know, kept it a little fresh, right? You know, the right. whole idea. We've talked about this before, but the whole Maybe the idea, whole show itself is the encore. The whole the show first is, song first, is just the, is the that's it. That's right. the show. Every band's got that one song that's like time to get a new beer, time to use the bathroom song, yeah. you know. So they get that one out of yeah, the way early. Yeah, but they try to eliminate na- that now. I think a lot of them are like trying to eliminate the go get the beer moment because they know that the stakes are that high and when I saw Coldplay they left the stage it was like good night everybody and then as they were leaving all of these like stage hands showed up with all these giant inflatable planets <laughs> Oh, so you knew that. Yeah, yeah, it was like they were all there, like right. in the wings in the darkness, like, don't tell anybody. It was like, dude. Right, we know something else is happening. <laughs> like, something huge is about I was to happen. Mad. I forget which band it was. It may have been Green. I, I saw a band and they go, all right, we're going to try some new stuff now. And it was like one of those ones where you're like, all right, no, this is going to suck. Let's just go. And then, literally, as I got to the urinal, I heard them be like, ah, we're just playing around. And then they went to like their biggest oh, hits. So I was like, ah, I'm missing man. all the stuff, which is a nice, nice switcheroo as well. Yeah, because they want to trick you. You, you, want, you want to be afraid to pee or get a beer. Do you agree that we as a society are getting dumber or smarter? If you look at us now versus, let's say, go back to our parents' generation or our grandparents' generation. Do you think we are smarter now with all the new technology God, we have? It's so tough because you can get any information you want 
within seconds now, which but in theory should covering. yeah, which in theory should make us smarter. But I think a we forget the information that we look up almost immediately, mm-hmm. and b we rely on technology so much that we don't really learn anything. So we are dumber. It's also difficult to have any sort of a discussion where there's like a point counterpoint because immediately everyone just goes into I'll find facts online to prove you wrong, and then we'll just show our phones at each other's faces, whatever. This guy's got an interesting theory on the goat line as to why we are officially dumber now than ever before, and we'll let you prove him wrong if you'd like to battle Ali and a little Ali Knows the News action for 100 bucks the easy way in just a few moments, but listen to this guy's theory. So have you noticed that when humans were intelligent, they assigned newborn animals a particular name? So it'd be like, a cat is a kitten, a dog is a puppy, a lion is a cub, a goat is a kid, right? But nowadays, everything's just a baby goat a baby lion, a baby dog, He's a right. baby cat. Do you realize how dumb, down, and stupid we're becoming all the time? Yes, yes, we do. And that's an interesting theory, the baby animal theory. have not yet thought about that one. I know, but you know what's cuter than a kid? A baby goat. That's a good point. Baby uh, panda. It's yeah. a baby panda. And, and, and the people that are running around correcting you being like, a baby panda is actually called a zoom pond. Yeah, I'd be like, like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, that, that's. It's <laughs> gonna hold it. Right. Then I punch him and film it. That's the. Uh, that's the, like the worst part of actually going to like the zoo is that when I try to like point to things and tell my kid, I'm like, ah, it's like a little lizard, and the person comes up like, actually, that is a albino. Right. You know what? I'm like, oh, who and cares? You're like, Whatever, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's get important. The, you get in the cage. <laughs> if you would like a hundred bucks of Valley's money, you would like to prove you are smarter than the average human. Now is a good time to call us. Eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. On the show this morning, we'll give you some tickets to the just announced K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas where I had chili peppers, offspring, cannons, garbage, uh, bleachers, the list goes on and on. We'll get you into that show, get you into Tom Segura, telling jokes, and I get tickets for you to go to the LA Kings. It's all coming up this morning right here, K-Rock. How much better would every day of the week be if every day was a payday? That's what we do around here. Win $100 so you can buy booze. Let's find out if Allie knows the news. Five questions every morning right around this time. $100 of her money up for grabs. That's right. When you're winning, you're not just taking it from the uh, corporation that owns K-Rock. No, no, no. You're taking it from Allie's pocket. And it's much more fun when you get to really anger her by taking her money. Can we just do it from the corporation? I didn't know that was an option. It's not an option. The corporation has no money. So we have to continue (laughs) taking it from you. All right. Well, uh, I'll give you $100 in stock. Uh, oh, God. Of which company? <laughs> this one? Forget it. That's like 40,000 shares. Hey, uh, Garden Grove. Hello, who's this? This is Kathy. All right, Kathy, good morning. Hopefully you win and you beat Allie and you take $100 okay. of her money. i got five questions all about what's been going on in the world. She's going to sequester herself as she leaves the studio to ironically go back into the closet. And your round of Allie Knows the News starts right now. Allie Knows the News. Uh, this department store that you were probably forced to go to as a kid is apparently reopening in Burbank and already being called on Reddit, quote, sad. Toys R Us. Question number two. An off-duty pilot on a California-bound flight on this airline tried to shut off the engines mid-flight. Uh, Southwest. Question number three. Disneyland revealed that this will be opening on January 30th, 2024. Mm. Toontown. Toontown. Go to question number four. Just in time for winter, Oreo is bringing back this fan-favorite flavor. 
Pumpkin spice. And finally, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is not happy with a wax figure of him that is on display in Paris. He's called to complain about the wax figure. What is his major complaint about the figure it's, about himself? It's skin tone color. Skin tone color. All right, let's bring Allie back in. Say nothing else. Allie's battling Kathy Garden Grove, 100 bucks of her money. Kathy, how do you think you did? Uh, hopefully well. Hopefully well. Like that confidence. Okay, I'm ready. Here we go, Allie. Same five questions. We'll score together. Question number one. This department store that you were probably forced to go to as a kid is reopening in Burbank, and it's being called online, quote, sad. Oh, that would be Sears. Sears. She said Toys R Us. Oh, Toys R Us stores are rumored to be reopening, but uh, the one in particular in Burbank, yeah, the Sears reopening. A bunch of washer and dryers and All nobody the buying other them. Stuff. So here we go. Allie's up one nothing. We go to question number two. An off-duty pilot on a California-bound flight on this airline tried to shut off the engines mid-flight. Oh, it was Alaska Airlines. That is correct. <laughs> insane. She said Southwest. Allie goes up 2 nothing. We got to talk about that because that is one of the crazier stories I've heard in a while. Yeah, that actually is coming up in 80 days. Oh, my God. Yep. The details are freaky. Yes. I saw the headline. I go, that's supposed to be happening in some random airline in Thailand. Uh, oh, it's right no. here? Oh, they're flying Anna right flight. here? Yep. Go to question number three. Allie's up 2 nothing. Disneyland revealed that this will be opening on January 30th, 2024. People are pretty excited. Oh, the Pixar Hotel. Pixar Place Hotel is officially opening. Allie, Kathy, not off to a great start. Allie got that. She said Toontown. Toontown reopened recently, so uh, that is not correct. Allie's up 3 nothing with two questions left. Just in time for winter, Oreo has just brought back this fan-favorite flavor. Oh, man. Red Velvet? She said uh, Pumpkin Spice. Correct answer coming up just in time for winter is the hot cocoa flavor of Oreo. Oh. Returning. Oh. And it sounds delicious. Final question. Not that it matters. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has an issue with a wax figure of him that is on display in a Paris museum. He called to complain about the wax representation of himself. What was his major complaint? Ooh, um, the shine on his head. Kind of right, actually. Kathy got it right. He uh, His skin tone is far too white. Oh, it is? Because you made me oh, look no. more like David Beckham than like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Lord. And so, uh, Kathy got that correct. <laughs> Should have taken a page from the Oreo people and gone with hot cocoa. Would have been a better move. Well, Kathy, you put in a decent effort. Unfortunately, though, uh, Allie did better than you. What must you shamefully admit over the airways of K-Rock? Allie knows the news. Tomorrow, you'll have another chance to prove that you are no dummy. And get a hundred bucks of Allie's money in the process. Yeah, study up. This is K Rock Klein Alley Show. Good morning. Uh, good morning, it's K Rock. I've been doing something for a while that I thought was pretty normal. In fact, I thought it was a positive, and yesterday it backfired. For the first time, I received a pretty negative response to it. And then all of a sudden, I started thinking is what I'm doing uncouth? Is this about you walking your dog in your underwear? At no, night? no, that. That has been temporarily put on hold because... It's about whacking your dog off? So first of all, that's... Oh, yeah, dude. Omar, you say things out of context, and people that are... What are you talking are, about? I, it was a medical emergency, yeah, and... Put peanut butter on your tank. No, according to the yeah. vet. You guys are... See, this is the problem with you guys, is that you take these little nuggets from a bunch of different stories, you put them together into some new story that never happened. Uh, the, the vet made me... 
place my dog's junk back inside of the sack. Oh, yeah, it's the vet's fault, okay. Yeah, well, you had to lube it up, though, right? That, according to the vet, I did have to. Mm -hmm. But that's not what this is. Well, then where does the oh, peanut okay. butter come in? There's no peanut butter <laughs> in the story. What about the eye contact? That's just that's just me being a gentleman. That's just polite. All right, it's just polite. He wants to be the alpha. I um, <laughs> I was at Costco yesterday. You know, I love that place. I can spend my entire life there. I always find a reason to go. I know some people, like, they make it a big thing. Like, it's a once-a-month Costco trip. If I need one thing and I could get it at a Ralph's right by me, I still will go the extra couple of miles. Every time I'm oh, in a Costco, I'm like, the apocalypse can come now. Now would be great. Now would be I'm great. already in the best place that you can be. I love it. And by the way, they're so far ahead. They're like it's like it's like shopping in the future. I think they're already doing Christmas 2024 there. <laughs> like I think uh, already they've had Christmas stuff up for a while. Yeah, but they're like they jump so far ahead. It, it's wild. Like you can, if go, good it luck. It gets you excited though. But good luck trying to find any Halloween thing you won't. Like no. they're they're already way past. There's like it. a random rack with costumes yeah. on it. And that's it. Like I think I just bought some stuff to celebrate graduation at the end of the year. There, <laughs> it's like wild. They just move so far ahead. Right, they do. But what I when I run into people that have a. I look at people's carts a lot. I'm very like uh, I like to observe, and when I see someone that's got a cart that I am jealous of. I will usually oh, you got card envy, card huh? envy, and I will give them Dude. a not only like a thumbs up, but sometimes I'll say to them, "Hey, man, that's a good shop." Like I'll give them a a very verbal. And they get don't talk, you don't do talk to me, man. Yeah, what a creep. <laughs> I, Dude, good I, cart. Hey, hey, you hey me? look at me. That's I appreciate. I, I would that's like a flirtatious kind of line, dude. Like no. you want to, like you know, that's a random way to start up a conversation. It's Omar, you also can't it's... tell that Klein just did finger guns when he yeah, did that. One finger gun. <laughs> oh my god, Klein! <laughs> also, let me just start by saying it's not. A, I'm not starting. I'm not starting a conversation. This is not like a jumping off point into let's be friends. This is. Yes, a, it is. No, no. This because I don't say anything else. I just if I and I don't give this out very often. I'll I'll, I'll go three four times there, and not give it out even once. But every once in a while, you see a cart push by, and maybe they're getting ready for a party. Maybe it's got a lot of different booze in there, a couple of good okay. snacks, or it's well stacked, right? And I and I do appreciate well stacked, like yeah. Tetris. Yeah, exactly, like Tetris. Because I will appreciate uh, some people. Oh my god, god I don't look that it, hard. It's, what the hell? I, and I'll give them you a, got ver a problem, man. I, I will give a verbal like compliment where I just go, "Hey, man." That's a good look. That's a good shop right there. Like that. Again, finger guns. And, uh, okay. and usually, usually they will either walk by, smile, and say nothing. Occasionally I'll get a thank you, I think so too. Uh -huh. Sometimes they look, because I, every once in a while I feel like I did a good shop too. Like I got a good op good operation. Like it looks fun. And it's you're not, upset that no one complimented you? No one, yeah. No one usually <laughs> compliments. No one went, hey. So you're fishing for compliments. No, I'm not. No, because sometimes no, because I. They want you want them to say it back to you. Yesterday, uh -huh. I, yesterday I didn't have a good shop. When I'm going there before like a party or something like that, like if I'm going there and it's like it's gonna be a bunch of different types of booze, it's gonna be a couple different wheels of cheese, tons of dip, a lot of meat, so and much cheese, dip. and then every once in a while like a random kayak because it was just there and you had to get it. Like I would appreciate someone being like, dude, that's a good shop. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay. it, like when you look at it, you go, man, that that person's you know you can tell. No, nobody tells, nobody cares. People care. Everybody just wants to get through Costco. Costco is not like a place you want to hang. Most people just want to get in no. and out. And the most, the only time I Wrong. really notice anybody's carts are when it's overflowing or they have two carts. Yeah. Or the opposite, where they where they're waiting in a long ass line with two items. And I'm like, how did you have the self restraint to go to Costco? You came all the way here, you circled around the parking lot, and you get, you left with two things. Yesterday I had a guy, and I 
it was maybe the greatest shop I ever saw because he had three TVs on one of those pallet things. He was pushing three TVs, and then he also had a ton of booze. It looked like the guy was about to open up a sports bar in his garage. Cool. It was exact. Thank you, Al. See, that reaction right there that she just had was what I had when the guy wheeled by me. You know what, Clem? Okay. That's, that's a good shot. And I said to the guy, wow. you're right. Finger goods? I said to the guy, I said. I got them both out, Omar. I said, nice. uh, I go, hey, because we were both exiting around the same time. The, the receipt checking was going on, both of us at the same time. I didn't get the smiley face this time for some reason. He did it with the highlighter. And I said to the guy, that's a good shop. And he said, F you. <laughs> he said, please. Whoa. Yeah, he said, Oh, F he thought you were mocking him? I don't know what he thought. And I was like. He really said F you? Yes. I said, and I thought that's maybe. That's aggressive, dude. Yeah, I thought, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought, <laughs> and I was like, hold on. He probably I, thought you were about to smash and grab him or something. I said, I, I was, it couldn't have been more complimentary. I was looking at the thing. You guys got TVs. Yeah, you should have done the finger guns and said, come on, partner. You uh, felt violated. I said, that. I, said, that. I, I really committed to it. I was like, that is a good shot. You know? And he goes, He's like, I'll give you a finger right back. Yeah. So I won't be doing that anymore. Fine Alley Show. If you need us, we love the interaction. 800-520-1067. 818 said, y'all seem like you're on a good one in rare form this morning. Who's your connect? We are all super high on meth right now. I should point that out. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's because we came out of the gate and got the world premiere new Green Day. I know, that's like a little bit of natural meth. And by the way, yesterday, uh, you know, I'm still letting it soak in, but the big announcement, K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas, uh, what a lineup and and the reaction has been overwhelming. I can always tell by how many friends that I know in my personal life Get, reach out win, for tickets. get wind and immediately start saying like, "Hey, you got me for this," and, yeah. and I was like, and "That just like didn't stop all day yesterday." One of my friends said, "Would you like company that weekend?" <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I was like, what? Hey, Bobby, you come over. Watch the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Good yes, I would love company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, love company. This kid that can't you can take give care my of kids some company. Hey, Bobby, you're on K Rock this morning. What's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, good. A uh, Costco story. Love going to Costco. I go there all the time, and what I love doing is seeing what people are buying. What are all the cool kids getting right now? Mm -hmm. I'll get some socks. If I see people buying socks, I'll get that. I remember the last time. There's three carts that had these coconut cookies. And I couldn't leave without these coconut cookies. See, this guy, I know what he's saying, though. Uh, Sometimes people go there with a real plan. You know, these planners, you know, they come in there. I like to just, like this guy, sometimes I'll just walk around with an empty cart, look to be inspired. I'll be like, inspiration, go find that. Well, sometimes there are aisles that I know I don't need to go down, you know, like where all the... False. Every aisle you have to go down. No, no, no. There's like the whole left side of the store where it's like giant trash cans and and like vibrating toothbrushes. All that stuff is like the FU stuff. Not. You're wrong. Every once in a while you find a a good... This guy knows, right, Bobby? That's right. Every but, aisle but twice, Sally. Think about this. Once like trout, once like salmon. <laughs> you once go down it, you turn back, go the other way. You got to hit if, every aisle. Here's a conspiracy. No, uh, I don't want to hear it. What if Costco plants a shopper? They may. To buy all the things that just, they want you to buy. Push it around the store. So yeah, you, so like you, he talked about socks and those weird cookies. Possible. What if they have a plant that's just like, Great. ooh, I'll so, take this Costco-opoly. If they do, good for them. If they do, they're geniuses. The Kirkland people, what an operation. And what a job for you, by the way. I'd love to do that. Costco, if you're listening, I will do that happily. (laughs) I love that area. I tried to walk in where the workers were the other day just to, like, hang out with them because they were always having cool conversations in the back when they are, like, unloading uh, toilet paper and stuff. They were talking about baseball yesterday, and they were like, like, yeah, you know, it's the pitch count, da-da-da-da-da. And I kind of, like, started to, like, move move over to that area, and then they were like, sir, this is a restricted area. I was like, ah, damn. You you want a real thrill? Try and go in the exit. 
They freak out, man. Yeah, they don't like that at all. <laughs> I saw a guy they yelling like at that. one of his fellow employees after doing that because he was coming back from a break, and he was like, yo, you cannot go in yeah, the exit. They like, they really are strict about it. Hey, on the we show- should get, you know how cops do ride-alongs? We should get a Costco along with for clients. Oh, my God. So you could get that experience working so, at Costco. You would in- hate it. <laughs> I would not. I would <laughs> he would totally hate it. <laughs> totally. Want- Talking to people palette. and stuff. No. I want- <laughs> if I get to ride along with the guy that, re- that restocks the waters and stuff and the cool uh, forklift, <laughs> that has to move people out of the way, I, I think would you'd love find her. that interesting for, like, a minute. False. False. I would do it as long as they'd have me. Somebody who works at Costco has some power Please. at Costco. Please call in. Uh, guys, I'm an, exe- Give him a make this I'm an executive it's member. It's his make-a-wish. I'm an executive member. Okay. Do you understand what that means? That's not hard to do. That's like so. I can house. buy you and sell you. Uh, <laughs> pull Allie saying that. No. But, uh, on the show today, Allie brought her diary, so we'll be going through that later. We got the tales from the lift to get to, uh, your scariest stories involving rideshare. It's Halloween time, so we'll get into that. I can score you some tickets to see the LA Kings or Tom Segura telling jokes. We got your tickets to the just announced K Rock Almost Goose Christmas with the Red Hot Chili Peppers and more. Old People's Secrets Help You Live Forever. That and much more coming up after this. That song is very emotional. But not nearly as emotional as what we'll hear about later in the show today when we force Allie to read a random page from her diary that she's brought into the studio. I brought a few different options in. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I thought Clyde was going to be able to go through it. We're going to give you 50 bucks. No, I I brought a few different journals in, Omar. Oh, awesome. From different points in my life. I actually really, for a second, when I saw them there, I said, oh, no, she's working on, like, a screen. I forgot we were doing this today. I was like, oh, Alice. I thought she was writing a script or something. She wanted me to take a look at it. I was like, oh, God, I got to come up with an excuse for this. But it's all of her diaries, all of her feelings. I mean, mm-hmm. it's years of feelings, decades of feelings. Yeah. One of those Pick a page at random and we'll read it. Seventh grade, one's from my experimental years in college, and another one is from the, An- the infamous Anne Frank tour. Oh, man, <laughs> you just wait. It's, I'm telling you right now, I don't know what, what state you're in emotionally in your life, but it'll, we'll all have a good laugh at Allie's expense later in the show today. But first, your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Ooh, a ladybug. Hello, ma'am. Oh, sh- That's a spider. Run! All right, so there were some really scary plane things happening yesterday, right around the time that you're starting to book that holiday travel. Let's start on the ground, and then we'll go to the sky. First off, this happened. A JetBlue plane tipped backwards after arriving at JFK Airport from Barbados last night. It was at the gate, and people were disembarking when the nose lifted into the air, and the tail rested on the tarmac. Officials say that it tipped backwards because of a shift in weight as people got off the plane. We did talk to a passenger from Claremont who was on that flight. And I wonder who it was that moved to the back of the plane. Oh, man, that's got to make you feel bad about your own weight. Yeah, huh? and why are they going up to you to be like, hey. Can I get your <laughs> opinion on what happened? <laughs> it's like, remember, like, there's, ele- there's some elevators that when you finally exceed the weight limit, it makes that loud, really annoying noise. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, because, yeah, they, they, even though you may be the last person in that sets off that noise, you may not be necessarily the right. reason, but, but still. that is the most shameful sound exactly. you can hear. And if you're the person that when you walked to the back of the plane, the whole plane, the whole plane, this was like a 737 or something. Exactly. Yeah, I the saw entire the picture. tail of it is resting on the tarmac. Yeah. And then the news is waiting for you as you exit. And they're like, hey, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Hey, hey I know you're rushing into the. Uh, 
food inside the airport. Yeah. But let me get a quick. T- I let uh, that th- yoga instructor walk right by. I want to talk to you. <laughs> That's got to make you feel terrible yeah. about yourself. So then there was also on this other flight. It was on its way to San Francisco from Washington, and there was an off-duty pilot who was riding in the cockpit jump seat, which happens fairly frequently when the flight is full. They let the uh, an off-duty pilot just kind of sit in the cockpit with the other pilots. This guy then leapt out of his seat and made a break for the controls, then tried to turn off the engines, which obviously would have set the plane plummeting down to the ground, and they were able to restrain the guy and make an emergency landing in Portland. And now this guy is being charged with like 80-something counts of attempted murder, and they said that this guy just had a complete mental breakdown. And this guy is, he's married with two kids. He's, people that knew him said that he was always playing with his kids, that he, we found the reason. That he was the best neighbor all around great guy. Right. I get all that. It's, uh, you yeah. know, it's like, his sure. life, and then like sure, the picture they're showing is, is like him in the cockpit, like playing the ukulele. Yeah. Like he seems so happy. His wife definitely sent him a text. It was like, when you get home, they're all yours. And he's like, forget it. Oh no. Let's just take this thing down. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you right now, that is so freaky because you're just I, sitting there with your like diet coke in the sky la 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 and you don't know what's going on up there i get regular people losing it during air travel days because it's not a fun process anymore but the i would always like to believe the pilots even the off-duty pilots and wouldn't they I would go like to believe they're mentally pretty... a little bit yeah a little bit more you know locked in than the rest of us well or they would have to have a very uh a more aggressive filtration process, right, to get through their background to make sure that there aren't going to be moments like that. But, I mean, I guess you just never know. Even this guy's flying for a lot of years and he's totally fine. Already sitting in the... He was already there. He was there in that little fold-down seat, sitting Mm -hmm. right there in the cockpit. Easy peasy. That guy could have... I mean, it wouldn't have even been unrealistic for the captain to be like, hey, I'm going to go uh, take a dump real quick. Uh, why don't you just keep an eye on yeah, things? Yeah, and initially I thought that's what it was. I thought the guy was literally just flying the plane. They were oh. like, hey, you get behind the wheel. You know what you're doing. That's why they got to have two up there. Yeah. I mean, two. I, I, one of them's got to look at the other at all times. I, that's scary, man. I I don't know about you, but I will walk. When I um, get on the plane, when I board now, I do always kind of look in because usually the cockpit door will still be open when you board. I'll kind of look in and try to size these guys up with my eyes. I'm sure they appreciate that. And I'll say, good shot. Size them up for what? Good shot, I tell them. Good shot. <laughs> good shot. Oh, is that what you They say, F you, buddy. Go to your seat. It's all the way in the back. All right. What is coffee badging and are you guilty of it? Companies have been changing their policies about working remotely. They're requiring more and more people to come up into the office at least two to three days a week, if not full time. But no matter what incentives they use, people do not want to go back. And it's created this new tactic called coffee badging, where the person will drive into work, then they'll parade themselves around the office with a cup of coffee, saying hi to everybody, making sure they show their face. And then a little time goes by and they just kind of slink out and go back home. Who does that here? Oh, dude. We all know. Yeah, they're here. They do the coffee badging like several times. As we as we're telling you this story, beer mug is over at the coffee maker making himself a cup, <laughs> so he can do a quick walk around, a little walk and wave. Hey, hey guys, look hey, who's here! What's up? And he does the little gentle stir. Yeah, gentle stir, little <laughs> sip, and then just sneaks right out. <laughs> You know, at 10 o'clock, good luck finding that guy. I know, and they're going to try and start cracking down on this. Uh, okay, the people at NASA are very smart. There are certain things that they still have not been able to figure out, though. Like in zero gravity, they can't figure out toilets still. And drinking coffee has always been something that's very difficult. And they claim that they have finally created a spill-proof coffee cup after all these years. We you know, are going to... Two gonna coffee pu- stories in the ADD News this morning? Yeah. 
Very important. But this is a space coffee cup. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> of all the news in the world, you do three stories. You well, I know why, Ka- why why Allie wants to talk about this next story. This uh, Have you seen the cup? cup? Well, go ahead. It's right up her alley. I, of course it is. The, ca- the cup looks exactly like a vagina. Yep. It does. It's I know. crazy. It, it, it literally looks like one of the 3D figures that they show you in sex ed on how the female reproductive system works. Allie's never and there's a video of the coffee. female astronaut. I yeah. Know, I know. Sipping out of a labia. Allie has awesome. ne- never been more excited about space travel. Please start a GoFundMe so I can please own this coffee yeah, cup. Yeah, post this up on our socials so people can see. If you'd like to have your very own astronaut coffee cup that looks like a vagina. That, you want to start doing that coffee badging. It's called, that's called coffee badging. <laughs> that's the new That's why I did it for that joke that's line. This is the world famous K-Rock. Our world premiere time on the world famous K-Rock. Every hour, if you missed it, we got brand new Green Day today. Album does not come out until January. But a new Green Day song that if you were lucky enough to be in Vegas over the weekend, maybe you heard live for the first time ever. For the rest of us, we're hearing it on K-Rock for the first time ever. The American dream is killing... Me. Me. It is new Green Day. We will world premiere it as we kick off this hour, and we'll give it to you every single hour. Immediate response, the first time we played it at 6 a.m. this morning was love, followed by love, followed by more love. Well, especially it gets your blood pumping. Sure does. I love new Green Day. uh, And it's also kind of a throwback. You know, 30 years since Dookie, or whatever the anniversary is... And then you get something that's very new, but also has that throwback Green Day feel. Uh, that is how we kick off the hour. Also, this hour, up for grabs, tickets for you to go to the L.A. Kings. Or if you prefer, want to see some comedy, we'll send you to see the great Tom Segura. Choice is yours. That'll be coming up very shortly when we get into your Tales from the Lift. Scariest and or creepiest things that ever happened to you in a rideshare. We call that Tales from the Lift. And we'll get to that coming up this hour. Plus another round of Old People Secrets if you want to live forever. That's all happening this morning with us here at K-Rock. But right now, let's go ahead and give you this from Green Day. That is world premiere music right there from a band called Green Day. Hell yeah. We'll be giving you that every single hour all morning and potentially all day long right here at K-Rock. And uh, as uh, 714 puts it on the text line, I remember the first time hearing Green Day was listening to K-Rock. Driving PCH, so cool now. Oh, wow, wow. I was in the car, now got my son in the car, listening to his first Green Day song on K-Rock. Full circle moment. Thank you for being a part of it. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Uh, I got people on the phone that would like to share with us their scariest rideshare stories. This could be either drivers and or passengers. We'll get to those coming up in just a moment for Tales from the Lift. But as you know, right around this time every week... We like to go through the GOAT line. That number's there for you, 24-7, 365. And we like to do a little thing around here called Unload GOAT, where we make some space <laughs> for your additional messages. The number is 844-956-GOAT. People call it because either they can't get through, they think of something middle of the day, or they're a podcast listener. It's a great way for us to keep in touch with everyone. And so this will be a variety of usually... Um, it's usually complaints about the show. But, you know, you can use it also. If you'd like to leave a compliment, you're more than welcome to. No one's done usually that yet. Usually if they are compliment-worthy, they're drunk. Yeah, so here's uh, just a sampling of what people have been calling about this week on the Go Line. Oh, my God, dude. What the hell is going on? Why are all these goddamn idiots calling in when they know they know absolutely nothing about the news? 
Yeah, well, uh, people are not happy with the contestants that Allie usually battles, and Allie knows the news. And yet, rather than calling and playing and winning her money, they just like to call and complain about the people that actually do call and play. Yeah, but then you got to call and play. That's right. If you're better, please. And 562 accused me again this morning. Wow, Allie just admitted that she knew the answer to one of the Allie Knows the News questions because it was going to be in her ADD News later. I don't know what the questions are going to be. She doesn't. I looked me. at the news just like everybody else, and I that was a huge story, well, the plane thing, and I was going to include it anyway. When we prepare for Allie Knows the News, my favorite part of the show, because it means I get to be in a different room than Allie, and it is <laughs> awesome. It's Joe message. and Dance With Me should be playing on, 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 on Karaoke, like, 24-7. That's a weird what? drunk thought to have. Should She's they? very drunk, and she thinks we should be playing more Dance With Me. Uh, oh, and my husband hates Red Hot Show. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we will not be seeing him then. This year's K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. Anyway, just please Dance With Me on, on, on the radio. It's so good. Do it. Do it. All right, bye. All right, so hear me out. Klein has Chloe's hair he's saved, and lesbian has experience in Merkins. I don't like where this is going I at love all. it. Keep going. I do have a Ziploc bag in my drawer that is full with my d- dog's hair. When I say it out loud, it sounds weird, but it's full with my dog's, the dog I had to put to sleep last year that I had for 18 years with her hair. And it's sad because I, I tried to uh, smell it the other day. It doesn't even smell like her anymore. It's just, you're just, just a, a man it, smelling it's hair. It's just a random bag of hair <laughs> in, in a drawer. That's and I, so sad, It man. is. Thank you. Sad Dude. in a good way, Omar, or sad in a no, sad way? No, it's sad in a touching way. No, it's like, that sucks. Oh, thank you. Okay. But, but, for you man. I thought you, you were calling me sad. Do, you, no, do no, a no. lot of people do that? Decide to save their... Uh, their pet's hair? I didn't. Let me just defend. I did not give her a haircut after the fact. Like, I didn't just uh, grab the clippers on the... It, this was like I had given her a trim, you know, and I knew that things were uh, touch and go, as you guys remember, for a while. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to go ahead and just keep this in a Ziploc bag. And now it's gotten to a point where it is kind of a weird thing. But I, I, I don't like the way this message is going already, but go ahead. Have experience in Merkins. That you should make a merkin of Chloe's hair. No, no, I'm not. Allie's not making a merkin, a pubic wig out of my dog's And by the way, I wore a merkin. I did not know how to make a merkin. And why? You, you figure wore, it out. You can YouTube it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, and I'm sure Klein's it's just pubes wear and super it, you know, glue. Tuesday but, afternoon. Tuesday yeah. at, uh, at 12.30. She can yeah. merkin it up. <laughs> I, that's yeah. not happening. Hey, Klein, this is Ben Mize from the Counting Crows again. Um, couldn't help but notice <laughs> that I wasn't on the line up for the rock concert. Yeah, uh, yeah what happened, Klein? Counting Crows did not make the cut for Acoustic Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. I had no say in that. Feel free to get us added if anybody drops out. Okay. We'll be happy to fill in. Great. Okay, I don't think we're going to need you, but thank you for calling. I don't believe that was really the Counting Crows you got to get back to him. He's your buddy. I had this chick in my car about six months ago, and she got in, and she had glitter on. And I was like, damn it, glitter, you know? I still find glitter in... Her glitter in my car to this day. I, it, it, like, I vacuum it. It doesn't matter. Glitter it will it will procreate. I mean, everyone knows that. This is like you cannot have glitter in anything that you don't want to have glitter in forever. It should what do you be, call it? The herpes of the... It's the herpes yeah. of the arts and crafts world. Right, right. right. No, I wipe it down. I get it. It's clean. It looks, as, you know, spick and span as you could possibly be. And I still... Today, I, I found another piece of glitter. 
Yeah, you'll, you'll what's always the, find What's the problem here? Uh, glitter makes everything better. It's if you the, glitter it, in your car, then your car is more fun. No, that's a, you have to say that because you're gay. By the way, uh, the girlies that wear the glitter are usually pretty smoking hot. Yeah. But, which so, I don't understand. I mean, li- listen, it's like a necessary evil. Uh, Omar, I, I understand yeah, your point. especially when they put it on their cleavage. Yes, o- Omar makes a good point. It is. It seems strange that attractive people use the glitter. I would think if I was a giant uggo, I would want as much stuff. <laughs> you want it to be, everything to be reflecting <laughs> yeah. off of you back to the next yeah. person. I, my face would look like I a disco ball. I want to be shimmery. Yeah. I, I would want as many distractions as possible. It's completely covered Yeah, you have these attractive people in glitter. You don't need the glitter. They save the glitter for us uggos. <laughs> like it's everywhere i don't see it but you know the light shines on it just gleams it's so disturbing dude like i cannot get this bitch's glitter out of my okay. car no matter how hard i try thank you i get it all right fine. all right y'all i'm listening to lavender haze by taylor swift and all i can imagine is being motorboated <laughs> by freaking jake the nerd's m- moobs I mean, it's like, <laughs> woo! Get it off my chest. All right, love get you guys. Off my chest. Great, that's a, a nice collection of goat line calls. Greatly appreciated. Yeah, Jake can't get it off his chest. Yeah, Jake. That's a good one. Jake, you should get some glitter, dude. I will. Yeah, you got that glitter. Put it all over that tree. Because you scared me enough already. Right. Have you posted that new picture of Jake's boot moobs? Which, Which picture one? Was that? So many people have the been one. Sent- oh, there's more, multiple. I saw one last night, which was great. There what? were a few different ones that have been sent in. Jay, okay. Jay, uh, get ready for du- double dill summer coming back <laughs> to the slide bar in Fullerton once they reopen that place. They reopen Sears and Burbank. They can reopen that. And we'll get uh, Jake the Nerd there. Double dill summer. Yeah, it's going to be great. Quick be great. break. Back in a moment. Tales from the Lift. Your scariest rideshare experiences and or creepiest as a driver and or passenger. Could score you tickets to the LA Kings or Tom Segura. We'll do that after the break. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. This will probably freak you the F out. I want to warn you, if you take ride shares on a regular basis or you're a ride share driver, these are actual true stories that happen to people, either passengers or drivers. As we call this the scariest time of the year, we have your stories and we reward our favorite one. This is... Tales from the Lyft. And Uber. And Uber. Your real stories that happened that were creepy. We've all had a moment. We will reward our favorites. Choice is yours. Tickets to the Kings. Tickets to Tom Segura. And coming up later this morning, we'll get your tickets to K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. Uh, Go ahead. You're on. What happened? Good morning, everybody. So uh, when I was driving Lyft one day, uh, I picked up this uh, female. The female actually just told me, hey, can you drop off this package for me? It was her friend's leftover, supposedly. I was driving, and I felt a little suspicious. I looked inside the bag, and the first thing I pulled out was drugs. And I was like, what the hell? I called my brother. Then after, like, he's like, put everything back and just take it to the spot. Don't do anything else. As I'm putting everything back, I pull out, like, $7,000 worth of cash. Whoa! I'm, like, going crazy. I'm, like, going crazy. That's minimum. And I throw the money back inside, and I'm just, like, going crazy. I drop it off. It's just to some regular old dude in L.A. <laughs> so you were told, can you drop off my leftovers? Like I love that that was the fake story they gave. Right. <laughs> Such a great... This is pasta yeah. bolognese, <laughs> and she needs it. <laughs> Don't worry. You won't like it. And instead, it was a bunch of drugs and cash. 
Yeah, it, it, it was mass, it was a Mastro's bag. That's why I, I believe it was a steakhouse. Whoa! Uh, I don't think you can get a steak for seven thousand dollars at Mastro's. Am <laughs> <laughs> <Like> I <my> right? <laughs> but, do, but could you tell which drugs they were just by looking, or is it just like generic uh, white if powder? I can say it, I'll say it right now. Uh, it was a, a micro dose of mushrooms and uh, an ecstasy pills. A whole bunch of them. No, you can't say that. Don't say that on the air. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's say hi to Suzette. Tales from the lift. Hi, Suzette. What's up? Well, I was on the lift, uh, leaving Koreatown one day, um, making small talk with the driver. Hey, you know, what's your other uh, job, right? And he mentioned he was a butcher. Oh, no. (laughs) No. It would be fine if he left it at that, but he didn't leave it at that. He was like, I just love being a butcher. My other job, I just do this on the side. I love when the knife goes through the bone, oh. the ligaments, um, and me and my friend were in the back like, let's get out <laughs> We were freaking out. Yeah, of all the senses, you don't want your driver to say, uh, I like it when the knife goes through the bone. is probably near the top of the list. All right, hold on. Let's uh, Tales from the Lift, your creepiest rideshare encounters. We are in the scariest month of the year. Hello. Andrea on K-Rock, hello. Hi. Um, so one night I was um, in an... I went to get in an Uber and I was kind of browned out. So I got into the wrong Uber. There was actually a girl already in the car. And the guy told me, oh, um, I'll still take you home. We'll just pay me separately. And then I eventually I noticed that we were going the wrong direction. <gasps> and so I called my sister and I was like, hey, like, I'm not... I texted her. I was like, I'm in a bad situation. And she was like... Send me the Uber driver's information and I'll follow and I'll you know I'll follow you. And then I was like, I don't have his information because I got into a random Uber. And then so then and she he, said, Good life choices. Yeah, my God. <laughs> so then what? Yeah, she was very scared and she follows my location anyway. So she was like, Okay, why are you going this way? And then she was like, Andrea, you're going towards home. And I was like, Okay, perfect. And then so then the guy starts talking to me and he's like, Oh, like how you know, like I was dressed, you know, sexy, and so he's, like, talking to me, and I'm, like, drunk, and then I'm just eventually being nice to him, and then he gets to my house, and he's, like, oh, um, aren't you going to invite me in? What? And my sister's screaming on the phone, and she's, like, no, 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 and then I was so drunk that I, I guess I went to give him a hug, and I was (laughs) calling him Habibi, and it was just a bad, bad situation. (laughs) Why were you calling him Habibi? (laughs) Strangest part of the whole story. What's his name, Steve? He means like lover or beautiful or something like that. Mm. I, I don't mean to butcher the language, but right. it means something yeah. that I should not have to say. So uh, that was the so you ended your rideshare safely, but with a hug. Yes, and oh. he definitely wanted more than a hug. Yeah. God, sounds like it. I can't believe you lived to tell the tale. All right. All I right. Know. You know, Allie, I'm looking at these phones now, and it's really. Everyone's got a horror story. Uh, yeah, I don't even want driver to, or passenger. I'm a, I'm terrified now that if my wife hears any of these, she will never. Oh, I, you're going to be her permanent lift. I will be permanent, and I'm the. You're th- going to be her chauffeur. Viv- Viviana, what happened to you? It's tales from the lift. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm a driver, and I was picking up somebody uh, around four in the morning from a hotel in Union Square in San Francisco. And the guy, it started off weird. He shook my hand, which nobody does that. Um, and then he introduced himself. His creepy name was Fabio, by the way. And I was six months pregnant at the time. He just started talking to me. The ride was short, but he, like, 
offered he he offered me money to give me a massage and oh because I was pregnant, he found you like he thought you know it was even more like he he quote unquote was a masseuse mm-hmm. and he, he was a masseuse uh, named Fabio and you said story checks out I have no questions yeah exactly mm. um and then i just wanted him i said no um and then he just wouldn't he he took so long to get out of the car he just wouldn't leave i was just there sitting in silence waiting for him to leave god people well, get so weird and creepy around pregnant people too like re- i just i just want to touch your belly really and practice massaging you it's like oh hey uh juan on k-rock tell us from the live. hey what's going on guys good morning morning can you guys hear me fine Yep. All right. Yeah, well, I was actually a driver about four years ago when they still had carpool for Uber. And uh, the first initial pickup I had, I picked up a a couple right by the Del Alamo Mall. And the second uh, pickup I had, I guess uh, I was a rival gang member. And they were both kind of getting, uh, (gasps) I guess, like really aggressive with each other while I was driving uh, on the way to their drop You had rival gang members in the backseat of your Uber pool? Yeah, it was really, it was really bad. And if they don't turn that into a show for ABC Family, something. <laughs> yeah, it was probably one of the most uh, intimidating and uh, terrifying things I've ever experienced. Dude, uh, did you that, feel I, like I, I got? A... I, I, I turned off all my uh, Uber pools. I said, you know what? I'll just do deliveries and you know, like drive. That was it. That what are the chances you, of that? that? You out yeah, of the that whole... was really bad. I was like, oh man. All right, Allie. I mean, we can take these all day. I mean, that's a crazy one. But cl- also, the butcher was crazy, too. Gotta cleanse my... Pa- I mean, there's stories on, on here involving duct tape. What? There's stories on here involving... Uh, oh, this is... I feel like we know this driver. Hey, what happened to you? Hello? Hi, this is Janet. Um, I was on a work trip in Texas during the Texas ice storm. And we were stuck there... Um, our Uber was driving us back to our hotel, and she almost drove the opposite direction twice. Mm-hmm. And she it's was like wrong way, Gary. I'm Remember sorry. your one-arm guy yeah. you beat in pool, Allie? I, how could I forget? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was wrong way, Gary. He would go the wrong way on the freeway, and then he would just do a 180 and keep driving. He, and he lost got fired. his job. He got fired from Uber because he drove the wrong way on the 405. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's a different sort of scary. There's the bad driver scary, which is a totally bad different driver type. scary. I'm used to. We've all accepted that. Yeah, I, exactly. I all had right. one of those recently. I got whiplash. Uh, let's give you uh, Foo Fighters. Let's cleanse our uh, palate quickly, uh, and then we'll come back and decide who wins these tickets. Uh, tells from the lift. The story's continuing to pour through on the text line as well. Yeah. I now I don't even want to hear all these. This one. Look at the one on line eight. Hold on. All right. Ooh, we'll give you. God. We'll give you this. This is scarier than. I'm telling you, these are real stories. This is way scarier than that fake Halloween scare stuff. <laughs> this is like real scare. This is a real scare zone. All right, we'll help you live forever in just a moment uh, with a new round of old people's secrets. But uh, after we listen to all the stories, both on there and off. And by the way, 818, just can't get through on the phones, guys. I want to tell you about a time that my Uber driver was nice enough to come around and open the door for me so I could exit the vehicle. As soon as I exited, he proceeded to smell the seat that I was sitting on during the ride. Well, I don't know if this would win, but boy, it felt really creepy at the time. I don't know. Sometimes people have the right perfume, and you just got to do what you got to do. Don't defend <laughs> actions like that. 336, uh, my scary lift story is that we got pulled over on Highland by a ghost officer. Oh, well, that's not happening to Muggs. Officer that's Simmons. very spooky. The ghost of Officer Simmons. Hey, uh, Juan, you told us a story involving you picking up two rival gang members 
it was so scary for you in the backseat of your car that you uh, have never driven people since. As a result, we've uh, decided to reward you with tickets. You want to go see the Kings or Tom Segura? Choice is yours. I'll take the Kings, baby, all day. I'll see Kopitar. All right, you are we at the, uh, let's see which game you're going to. You're going to see Kings-Penguins on November 9th, all right? Let's go, baby. Hold on one second. Thank you. That's Juan right there. I'm Uh, glad that he's alive and well and going to a Kings game. (laughs) He deserves it. Jeez, this, hold on. Your husband was actually kidnapped, like literally kidnapped? Yes. They were, him and his two friends, and um, the guy eventually got arrested, and then they had they sued the cab company because he had a record, and they never looked into it. Um, but, yeah, he was kidnapped. They took him the completely wrong direction like, t- towards Kansas City. One of the friends was pretending... Now, hold on. Hey, Juan, we got to give those tickets to someone else. Her husband was actually kidnapped. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. Thank what? you. No, just no, ki- no, I'm just no, kidding. No. Enjoy, enjoy the Kings game. Hold on. Yeah, we can tell these stories all day. Maybe we'll do another round before Halloween of Tales from the Lift. I think, uh, obviously, we have plenty <sighs> no to go from. No shortage of stories, but let's get to it. I want to help people live forever. We got a new old person. Uh, I think this guy turned 102 or something. You know, the old people, they like to share with you their secrets of how you can also live forever. But the reality is, a lot of times, just like these rideshare drivers, our theory is they're trying to kill us off by giving us bad intel so that we cannot get all the glory that they get when they get 105 and the news crews show up knocking on their door. It's time for a new and exciting round of Old People's Secrets. Here we go. From chicken brain to drinking rain, not getting laid, they call me the barmaid. They call me the barmaid. That's right. Let's live forever with sweet dibbit. Sweet dibbit. Time for some old people secrets. Thank you, Johnny Cash, for laying down that track for us. Zombie Johnny Cash. This is uh, producer Vanessa's favorite thing we do on the show. She hates most of the things we do, but boy, does she get excited when we have a new old people secret. She says, I just have a sick sense of humor. Right. Uh, Vanessa, you still like this? Yes, I honestly love old people secrets. Okay, wait till you hear today's, because this may be the greatest old people secret yet. Let's take a listen and meet this week's old person. It is a miraculous milestone. Tonight, a man is turning 102. Miraculous milestone, a man is turning 102. Not that miraculous because... Even yeah, but a lot of guys don't live as long as women. That's true. I feel like all the women ones we hear are like 106, 107, and he's 102. And he, the newscaster still had the patronizing 102. Oh, wait, they do all the he's patronizing things. Here we go. Years old. Yeah, don't forget those two years. <laughs> Very important. And learned all about his secret to staying young. Happy they clearly don't know the name of this person because, uh, as you can hear, they're doing that. They do that cut-to shot where everyone's gathered around the cake that looks like a forest fire because there's just so many candles on it. And uh, they're, and they're, they're in an old people home. They're in an old people home. And so I think it's a mix of reasons why. But you kind of his name you'll learn in a second. But it's definitely not two years. Very important. And learned all about his secret to staying young. What do you want to guess his name is based on that song? Anyone? Got a guess? Uh, Rob. Rob? Yeah, that's All right. probably what it sounds like. Uh, you're not right. Rob? There aren't nearly enough candles on this cake, but after more than a century... Roger Antonucci. Roger. Roger Antonucci. That would have been a lot to say. That would have been a real mouthful. But I think when you're an old person in an old folks' home and Maybe it's just another Raj. birthday... Yeah. 
I mean, how are you you're expected to remember anything? You can't even remember your own name most of the time. And they're like, sing happy birthday to, you know, whoever. And you're like, uh, happy birthday to your guys. Like, you don't know what's going on. Well, you know, at on. school, like when you were at school, there was like a birthday. It felt like there was a birthday every day for somebody, right? I mean, you go to school with enough kids, it's going to be someone's birthday every day. It loses a little bit of the luster. But I guess here for 102-year-old Rod. Stop blowing them out down to a science. Disbelief. Disbelief that he's still well. He lived a modest <laughs> life as a tailor. This, this guy sounds like a jerk. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just, I can't believe he's still with us. Uh, wait, wait, wait till you hear his secret, Allie. Still well. He lived a modest life as a tailor. Married for 65. By the way, 102 is young for a tailor. I've been to some tailors. I think average age of a tailor is like 170. Like, I don't <laughs> They're even like know. in their prime. Yeah, that's the, yeah, he's just getting to prime tailoring years right now. Yeah. You need a tailor. I don't he's got tr- so many little push pins on yeah. his jacket. Yeah. I don't even trust him if they're south <laughs> of a little measuring tape Ears around to his, his neck. sweetheart, Anne. Today, Roger's the last of his generation. Give him a cookie. His mom lived to 101, so he's outlived everybody in his family. Age really is just a number for Roger. I feel like I'm about 79. <laughs> Is that good? That's, That's still old. <laughs> That's, hey, listen, he's very proud of that. He had to come up with a realistic... Couldn't go 80? He wanted to go... 79? He wanted to go the realistic number. I feel like I'm about 79, 80 years old. His advice for staying young. All right. What do we got, guys? Every time we do this, they have different advice, which is why we know they're setting us up for failure. No one has ever repeated the same advice, everything from Dr. Peppers to Sweet Dibbits to uh, they call me the barmaid. But what do you believe Roger's advice will be? He's 102. A little sweets every now and again. Oh, man, that's what I was going to guess. Really? Yeah, like candies or cookies, mm. stuff like that. All right. Uh, Allie and Jake both think it's some sort of uh, treat yourself with sweets. Omar, got a guess? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy was a tailor, so I'm guessing he likes to work with with his hands. So I'm guessing, you know, uh, pick a hobby and stay busy, something like that. All right. Pick a hobby, stay busy. A lot of people like to say, the old people say, never retire. Here's what Roger said. Mm-hmm. His advice for staying young. I like women. I like women. I like women? Anyone hear that? I like women? Did he say I like winning? Is he still banging? Or I, I like women too? I like banging? I like Women or winning? I like women. I like women. Roger loves sports. Sports? sports? That's not, he likes squirts. Not, no. Oh my God. Hey, no, no, hold on. What the heck is Roger like into, man? This is when one of the relatives goes, he's embarrassing us oh. on the news. Quick, change his secret. Player. He loves sports. He lo- That's what he loves. <laughs> I think she said, he's like, I like women. I love women. And she goes, he likes sports. <laughs> I like women. I like women. Roger loves sports. No, women. <laughs> and women. Oh. And women. She admitted it. <laughs> uh, probably not in that order. Oh, man. Oh. Roger. And he sure is ready. Ew. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's when they show that he's ra- he's got a raging erection right now. He's got raging erection. I'm going to go for another two, two three more years. Oh. I don't know how we're going to top 103. <laughs> After today. Literally, I can't climb on top of it. Thank you all.
Dr. There you have it. Furs. There it is, Roger. Oh, man. Another secret. Give me the guy a stripper. He loves women's. Dude, that guy is so creepy, too, and he just puts his hands everywhere. Man, that he age. has no restriction. Well, he, well, he has nothing to lose. I yeah. mean, come on. He's an old, like, you know, dude with dementia, probably. All the you know? nurses, and I everybody. feel so bad for them. Imagine all the people that showed up with sports equipment for him. Well, we heard you like sports. <laughs> <laughs> Quick break, back in a moment with your uh, news, and we'll get you into the just-announced K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, Chili Peppers, Cannons, Offspring, Garbage, and more details. And uh, your tickets now. It's K-Rock Clown Alley Show. Let's find out what's going on in the world, and then we will uh, also world premiere some new Green Day. If you missed it already, that's how we started the show at 6 a.m. this morning. You'll get that new Green Day throughout the entire day here at K-Rock, and damn, it's good. It's got a bit of a flogging Molly vibe to it. Definitely feels like a drinking song. Yeah. If you haven't heard it yet, you'll love it, and we'll get it to you just after this, your ADD News. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News, America's most trusted news. Is not our slogan, but good for them. So Disney and Pixar make a lot of money already, but they will never stop finding new and inventive ways to make even more money. And they came out with that crazy expensive Galactic Star Cruiser hotel a while back. Uh, I don't think that's been doing so well because the tickets are outrageous. But they that. shut it down already. I think they're planning to shut it down. Now they're announcing the newest place that you can stay. It's the Pixar Place Hotel. It's their newest hotel. They they claim that it's the only now solely Pixar hotel in the United States, and it'll open up at Disneyland January 30th of 2024, so not very far away. They'll probably open it up for reservations soon. And I was looking at some of the new menu items that are going to be at this hotel. Listen to this. Maple, bacon, donuts, Cajun shrimp, and cheddar biscuit Benedict. That's good in case you want to take a break from uh, eating all the churros and corn dogs at the park all day. Oh, soda pop braised baby back ribs. Oh, Amazing. Occasion uh, shrimp and cheddar biscuit Benedict? Don't this is, want it. This is, why oh. I, this is why I like what Disney does because they go, uh, we have ribs here, but they don't have enough. Okay, we had sh- we can have soda to them, I think. Why don't we call it <laughs> Sody Pop, too, to make it nice and fun and <laughs> yeah. not just like... <laughs> yeah, that sounds delicious. Know, full of all these chemicals, I hope, uh, but it's I hope, delicious, I hope I all those doorways are extra large at that hotel, because <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah, it sure does. Okay, uh, if you've been single for a while, you may have run into that uncomfortable moment when a friend or a family member tries to set you up. It's inevitable. I'd say nine times out of ten it doesn't work out well, but Tinder thinks that this is a great idea and they want to incorporate it into their app. They announced a new feature that will allow friends and family members to recommend matches for you. Which sometimes as a single person, you're the worst judge of character, right? And maybe the people around you are a better judge of who you should be dating. But I feel like, especially with family members, it's like, you know, Ingrid down the street has a lovely daughter. Her eyes go in different directions, but she's very sweet. Right. You know, you should, why don't you set, set her up with him? Let's I, uh, just uh, do a lunch. Yeah. I'm responsible for three full-on relationships. Uh, two marriages with kids and one uh, dating, but but long time dating. And I with was your dog? no, not with my dog. With real, I was able to make make little things happen, like little connections between people. And, and was it you suggesting, hey, no, you no, should no, meet? No, I don't get yeah, involved. Tell me what what that process was, because I don't see you doing that at all. All right, the Mm-mm. first time I just happened to invite two different people to the same event. Okay, that was an accident. That's yeah. Okay, but I had an after hours at my place, and that's where they met. And now I they know, got but kids. you didn't have anything to do with that. What are you talking about? Everything to do with it. I said, why don't you guys come over after the bar? And then I said, and I texted some other people, why don't you guys come over? And then they all came over, and they met. And 
and now they're married with kids. I know, but you didn't do it with the intention of them hooking up. You didn't say, up. hey, you and you, you guys should get together. You did guys I, seem like, will you be a good couple? No, I'm not. I could That's what you're making it seem like uh, you did. I am saying I am indirectly he responsible. He was a facilitator. Yeah, you would not be mentioned in the vows. No, and I don't even think I got invited to that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> See, it just works. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I don't know why we people still ask OJ Simpson about his opinion on anything. Oh, but I, I don't do anything until I find out what OJ does. <laughs> what, what do so somebody asked OJ Simpson what he thought about Taylor Swift going to the last Chiefs game and doing a secret handshake with Brittany Mahomes. Oh, I need to hear his opinion, Allie. Why are, we, why, is, did we, why are we doing Green Day all morning and not this? I know. This is how it went down. Oh, did you see where Brittany Mahomes and um, Taylor Swift chest bump? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> what did you I think of that? I didn't know who the other girl was, but hey, I thought it was uh, interesting. You know, just like you, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> a little turn on. <laughs> a little turn on. <laughs> yeah. Gross. She was turned yeah, he on was by think, that? He was thinking I like to stab that, yeah, right? Bo- <laughs> bo- yes, both of them. I hit that. Literally, <laughs> I'd, I'd hit it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> What a terrible... God, who's, OJ. who's got his opinion? Get him on... Hey, uh, dead, uh, dead Tooth, get him on the phone. Uh, I mean, um, book him on the show. I'd, I'd like to ask uh, his opinion on some But things. even he, when he responds, he's kind of like, I don't know why you're asking me. I like, know. you can tell he's just like, I don't know. I guess I found it... And also, why are two girls... Why is two girls doing a secret handshake hot? It's the chest bump part. He's not wrong there. <laughs> I'm just saying. New hour. We kick it off next with brand new Green Day, all right? This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, going to world premiere some new Green Day for you in just a moment. If you're waking up for the first time or just found us, maybe in the back of a ride chair, in which case, get out and run. Learned that earlier this morning in Tales from the Lift. We will world premiere a brand new Green Day song for you. Just hit the... Just... Hit the masses as of 6 a.m. this morning. Got to play it for the very first time and rave reviews pouring through. We also announced yesterday a big concert coming up. It is one of the finest holiday traditions that ever was and ever will be. Known as K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas back at the Kia Forum. Saturday, December 9th, featuring Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Offspring, Garbage, Portugal, The Man, Bleachers, Cannons, Lovejoy, Bacar, The Beaches. Oh, it's going to be a good time had by all, and we would love to get you in. We have some tickets for you this hour. Hopefully you are paying close attention, and we'll tell you exactly how you can score those tickets for us. It's a win-them-before-you-can-buy-them experience from your friends here at K-Rock. And you're on the phone right now. Good morning. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. I just want to say I appreciate you. You guys are the f***ing best. Whoa. Can't say that word. Oh, you guys are the freaking best. Thank you. And you make my morning every single day. Just want you to know that. You know, it's funny, Allie. And by the way, thank you for the nice words. It does feel that when we announce a big concert like the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas, that all of a sudden people start being a little nicer to us. come out of the woodwork. Oh, I love you guys. You're the effing best. Swear, swear, swear. Hey, I I drive every day. I hear you guys every morning. I appreciate it. So you don't don't just feel this now when we're flush with tickets. You feel that normally as well? Every time. You're the best, dude. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks, man. Go spread the word. Grow the show. And all that stuff. They're the best. Our people. That's how you spread the word. Thank you for that. Tickets coming up this hour. Could be that guy. Could be you. But right now, let's give you brand new music. This is Green Day. The American Dream is Killing Me. World premiere K Rock. That is a world premiere. New Green Day on K Rock called The American Dream is Killing Me. The album that will follow uh, out on January 19th. It is called Saviors. I can give you that information. And Green Day, man, they have not lost a step 
I will say that. I was thinking about this as we're about to give away some tickets to the K-Rock uh, Almost Acoustic Christmas. I was thinking about all of the bands out there, like the Green Days of the World, that have had a nice, you know, 30-year run. And they still have it. Still kind of look the same. Still know how to rock out. Looking at a lot of videos from Vegas, etc. And I was thinking about all of the bands that almost made it. Like, they, they quit as a band, or something happened, or they finally, like... Or you were the drummer or the bassist that dropped that out, and dropped then the out. next, the replacement was yes. the one who became Green Day. Like, like I think about like bands like Twenty One Pilots, where I think there used to be a third member for a period of time right before they like got huge, and then that guy was like, "Yeah, I'm done with this. I'm going back to Best Buy or something." And yeah. then, and then I always think about the almost, the almost, almost famous. famous. So today, uh, we'd love to hear your stories, and and this may not just be because you were in a band. Maybe it was. Maybe you got a you booked a role in something that would have been amazing, but right. you were but then like Or you were the under you got you replaced got at the last minute, like you were gonna be John Hamm and Mad Men and they're like, you know what, making a little switch last minute and yeah. you're like almost or Or even Instagram famous. You were like neighbors with someone that got uh, killed by the Night Stalker and you're like, Man, that could have been me. <laughs> could have been me. So if you would like some tickets to the just announced K-Rock, Almost Acoustic Christmas, The Chili Peppers, Offspring, Cannons, Garbage, Bleachers, the list goes on and on and on. We're looking for these stories that you have about times, uh, things that happened where you were almost, almost famous. We're calling this Almost for Almost. You will get some tickets to the K-Rock, Almost Acoustic Christmas. Just want to hear your stories. It almost happened, and for some reason it didn't, or maybe it still will. But almost. Would this also would it count to say that you dated and maybe almost married a celebrity? Because that, that, then you would have been that, almost famous too. That could have been. I could could have been dated someone in high school that ended up, ended be, up being, be, becoming right. a big famous person. You would have been the. the I will. The story I have for you. I know you're thinking, oh, this must be Kush doing this doing this morning show here at K Rock. <laughs> I got news for you. Not famous. No Kush. No Kush. Not famous. Mm -mm. But I was very close. I mean, when I say very close. I would have, I almost was very famous. So, I, a story, what are you, you going to tell us? A story it? that you don't even know about. Really? And it was like, this Wait, is. Wait, was it hooking up with a celebrity? No, 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 no. Like, uh, like I was approached about a thing and, and I didn't realize what that, what it would have become. Shark and, Tank? No, not Shark Tank. That has not changed. Once again, did that show. Did not make a deal. Yeah, did not was, get famous. I don't think that was an almost, Jake. That was not an almost. <laughs> that was a... That was far away from... Not famous. No, it's a... It's a... Allie, when I tell you, Omar will be the most impressed. You will probably not care. Were you going to be the host of a game show? I was going to be the host of something that I thought was a stupid idea. And I still went through the process and the whole thing happened. And then they said, it's kind of like, if you want it, you can do it. And I said, no, I'm going to pass on this. What? Yeah. What? Can I guess? You can guess. Fear Factor? No, but you're, you're in the right. You're in the right. Deal or no deal? Nope. You're in the right wheelhouse. We'll get to it after this. Uh, almost Famous, your stories could get you almost <gasps> acoustic Christmas tickets. Is. We'll do it next. 323 on the text line. Woke up this morning listening to New Green Day, and you guys have had me smiling and laughing ever since. Thank you. Thank you for interacting with the show. Greatly appreciate it. We just announced that uh, K-Rock's got an almost acoustic Christmas happening at the Forum. Like Baby Jesus would have wanted, and uh, we've got a bunch of bands that will be there as well. We'd love you to join the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Cannons, Offspring, Garbage, uh, Bleachers, The Beaches, Portugal the Man. I, I always do the lineup, and I forget a few of them. Did There's you so say many. Cannons? Probably, but who knows at this point. And uh, today we are doing something called Almost for Almost. Want to hear about your almost stories? Life is all about 
a bunch of almost followed by maybe the occasional it happened or it didn't happen or it could have happened or it should have happened. And there's just so many stories pouring through. The almost famous is what we're looking for today. Yeah, your, your moment of almost fame. Said uh, I was bartending at a wedding once, and this really well decorated movie producer came up to me, and he and I really started hitting it off. And Harvey I thought Weinstein. for sure, was it Weinstein? <laughs> no. oh. uh, they don't say who it is, which makes me think they're very famous. I thought for sure he was going to ask me out, and the rest of my life would be set, and he didn't. I was a little bummed. Then years later, I found a message hidden in my DMs that I had never seen from that night. It oh, filtered out. Could no have been. private jets for this bitch. Oh, man. You almost had private jets. That sucks. <sighs> Eric, what was your almost famous moment on K-Rock? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I almost, well, I started an adult film, and they basically offered me to do a lot more, and I couldn't accept the time because I lied about my age, which basically means that meant that they had to scrap the entire film anyway, so nothing really came of it. But oh, man, so you were going to be an adult film star. Yeah. It was like a real-life uh, real life Dirt Diggler story or yeah. something, right? Uh, you were like uh, the next Boy Wonder, and then uh, they, you couldn't work. They were gonna, You could have been, I can't really think of a name of someone that would be huge in the uh, world of adult film for the male side of things. I don't even know if that world exists anymore, but there was a time when... Yeah, they, they were, were big famous. stars. Yeah, big definitely. famous stars. So when you turned uh, of age, did you look into it again, or you just had kind of moved on at that point? I had kind of moved on. I kind of got turned away from the whole thing because I honestly got grossed out um, when I was there. So it's just kind of like... Uh, you got grossed you know. out? Why? Yeah, it seems so pretty <laughs> when I watch it. <laughs> the whole scene... Well, because it, it was a gay film. So like the oh, whole... Oh, yeah, I get it. I'm grossed out, too. I kind know. Of, oh, yeah. I'm interested. Keep going. Ugh, yeah. All right. Well, that's Eric's almost famous story. Wait, why are we done with him? <laughs> we got to move on, Al. We can't spend all the time talking about this guy's almost uh, illustrious <laughs> almost career. Almost An adult. Go ahead. You're on uh, K-Rock. I was almost famous for being on Wheel of Fortune, college edition. <laughs> but, what, but, but what happened? You didn't, you didn't get on at all? Uh... Here's the thing. I was I, I was on campus at Cal State Northridge. There, the Wheel of Fortune bus showed up, and they were looking like, if you win this qualifier, you get to be on Wheel of Fortune. And I was like, one question off. Oh, could have changed everything, man. You could have won like $3,000. <laughs> yeah. or, or more than You could have got a new Chrysler. <laughs> uh, Becca, why were you almost famous? Hi, um, my parents were almost on the Real Housewives of Orange County. Well, uh, there's wow. no, there's no bigger level of fame than that. What, what happened? Like they were almost going to be one of the featured couples. Yeah. So the first season came out when I was in high school, and they approached my parents about it, and my parents turned it down. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think they were just worried about showing our family off to the world. I don't know. I think maybe they didn't know it was going to be as big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Every time that uh, there's like a first season of something, people are like, eh, this thing's like a real flop, you know? Yeah, but then like the first season, those are the OGs that right. everyone like respects because yeah, they, they just said yes to stuff. They make some good money. Uh, so so you're, so you, do you, are you mad at your parents for that? Could have been, huh? Yeah, I'm close friends with a bunch of the people from the first season. I went to high school with all of them. Yeah, they all got super rich, I bet, from that Are show. you on this season? Yes, <laughs> yes, you too, yes, yes. Richard, why are you almost famous? Well, I was almost run over by Tupac the night he got shot. Oh, man. What do you mean, almost run over by Tupac? What happened? So, I was, I was a lot younger, and my cousin had gotten married in Vegas. So I was walking the strip with my parents, and a car ran up uh, this dirt area that we were all walking, 
and my dad pushed me and my mom out of the way. And it turned out later, we found out that that was Suge Knight taking off because Tupac had just been shot. Oh, Whoa. still somehow think you would have gotten buried in, I mean, literally, but also in the story. I, I still don't think <laughs> it would have been, been hit and killed. It would have been like, and another unnamed man. Right. Dead. Yeah. You would have been unnamed. man. <laughs> that is interesting, though, that you wow. were a part of history. Hold on. Julianne, why were you almost famous? It's almost famous for almost acoustic Christmas tickets. We will pick one of your stories, whichever one we are the most impressed by and give you tickets. What happened to you? I was almost famous in music. I opened up for Eric Bellinger, and then shortly after, I got pregnant, and I got really sick. Oh, man. Because I have MS. I couldn't play guitar. I couldn't feel my hand. I was like, okay, this is not going well. Damn, but you think that if things had uh, continued onto the trajectory, you think you would have been, like, what, Taylor Swift-level famous? I hope so. How can she do a secret handshake, Alex? You can't feel her hand. (laughs) <laughs> She's got uh, pre- those pregnancy hands. You can do the chest bump. That's right. You can still do the chest bump. Uh, hey, Daniel, why were you almost famous? Well, coming up at Christmas time every year, it reminds me that I had two callbacks for Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Oh, my <gasps> God. The most iconic roles in all of Christmas cinema. Yeah. So... <laughs> Every year I get reminded about it. Oh, <laughs> he my God. so depressed. You know, you almost got that role. <laughs> Hold on. Did you get the sense? You like could have been Ralphie. For the second time, they're like... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Every year they, they put that kid's face all God, over everything. do you just dread Christmas just, now? Get to see it 24, 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's so sad about it. All it's right. literally the only movie they play 24-7. Yeah. That could have been a residual. That could have been a residual. <laughs> That could have been a residual. God, oh, that man. guy's set for life, right? <clears throat> Probably. I was almost the host of Wipeout, Allie. Wipeout? Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be Survivor or something. No, no, no. I'm not near nearly talented enough for that. We'll finish it up next, Kara. So many almost, so many could be, so many could have been. So it's uh, almost famous, this uh, edition for almost acoustic Christmas tickets. And we've heard some stories. A lot of debate going on back here. I think all of us universally feel very bad for the guy that was very... Could have been Ralphie from A Christmas Story. I know. Poor that kid. would have been a completely different life. Rubbing in his face every year. I mean, that is an entire lifetime of fame. That doesn't die down. Even if you were a child actor, there's no more famous child actor, I don't think. Uh, Michael, what was your almost famous moment? Quickly, we got to wrap this up and move on. we got much more show to get to, and we got to give away these tickets. What's up? Michael. Hi, hello. Hi, what's up? Hi, uh, yeah, hey. Um, I was uh, about two, three years ago. I was working at a farmer's market, and there's a radio recruit who came by and was radio shopping. recruit. Yeah, or a scout. I don't know how you guys um, say it. And apparently, that was a he said scam. It, yeah, probably because uh, he told me he liked the the texture of my voice. And um, I think you just got preyed me? upon by an yeah. older man. I think you were about to go into adult film, my friend. That's a, I'm a radio scout. At the there far- is no such thing. Yeah, I tell you. I've no one ex- was scouting for us, yeah. all right? <laughs> no, that's not a thing. Well, maybe not. Maybe this, hey, did they mention if you were going to take over this job? Maybe he's going to be the new morning show on K-Rock. Did they say where it was for? Uh, I think it was for uh, 90.9, uh, if I'm not corrected. Even that sounds fake. 99.9. <laughs> Real radio station point eight. <laughs> Wow. Now you're almost famous. Okay. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah, I think that you are, what, you left off better in that scenario. There's a lot of people that are almost on TV shows, a lot of uh, almost uh, this, almost... Uh, yeah, but like be, almost getting on a TV show, like almost being on the OC or the... Uh, 
Real Housewives. Like I that feel girl? Like, yeah, I just feel like... Well, there were, and I don't watch any of those shows, but I imagine her life would be so different. She really was almost famous. Hey, Vanessa, what happened? Last, last, we have to move on. I, just, I, I can't uh, help myself from taking these calls. Go ahead. Hi, Klein. Hi, Hi. Allie. Hi. So I was going to be on that really famous TV um, network, HGTV. They were going to do our house. Um, the two famous brothers. Property brothers? Uh, we're going to do your yes. house? It was going to be their new forever home. Um, and we were going to be on their forever home. And we went through all the interviews. We had basically all the contracts drawn up. We were about to send $200 to be famous. <laughs> And what happened? Uh, 200000 And then I would say two weeks before we were going to start demo, they canceled. They basically said, um, Pomona's too far east for work. <laughs> oh, they didn't want to drive to we're Pomona. We're not going to Pomona. We're property brothers, but we don't like driving to any property. Yeah, the property's got to be in the uh, Hollywood vicinity. We're not doing Close Pomona. property brothers. <laughs> All right, Allie, uh, who gets the tickets? Who do you want to go with? God. Um, Come on. We heard them all. Omar, I mean, I go Ralph, Ralphie or OC. Yeah, Ralphie, man. That guy sounds yeah, depressed. Yeah, that guy did sound super depressed. All right. Uh, almost, almost Ralphie, yeah. Yeah, almost Ralphie. Unanimous mm -hmm. decision. I mean, such an iconic role, the totally. guy almost got. And, and the fact that he gets reminded of it every year by his family year. is yeah. just I like atrocious. him to do a couple of lines to see what his acting chops were, though, you know? What are some What are some line. lines from that movie? Hey, Almost, I don't know that almost movie. Ralphie? I that movie. Hello, Almost Ralphie? Yes, hello. Hey, hey I know you didn't get that role that would have changed your life many years ago, but we're going to give you an opportunity to have that role right now. Why don't you give us one of the lines from the audition that almost made you famous? Oh, one of the lines. It was almost 40 years ago, but... Um, you, the movie's on all the time. The yeah, 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 24 hours a day for like the whole yeah. week of Christmas. Keep it up. You're about to be an almost it? winner. You think I watch it every year? <laughs> um, well, the, well, the biggest line is, I shot my eye out. He shoots it uh, out. You know what? The other guy deserved it better than <laughs> you, dude. Yeah. yeah, they went with the right choice. Whoever, uh, whoever casted that movie. Hey, Daniel, thanks for playing with us this morning. I'm sorry you were almost famous. At least you're on K-Rock. That's something. Uh, we'll see you at the uh, almost acoustic Christmas with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right? Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Yeah, this guy's super depressed. All right, that's how I thought <laughs> I that would too. go. This is K-Rock. That's acoustic. Foo Fighters. We're the station that brings you the almost acoustic Christmas, and you'll have more chances to win tickets with us before you can buy them November 3rd. A lot of people ask, when can I buy them? Uh, I want them. Give me the tickets. November 3rd, they go on sale. Ticketmaster.com. All the details at krock.com. Uh, you know, there's one person on the show that when it comes to picking football games, you want to listen to. Football! It's the woman who yelled football. Football! She knows a lot. Doesn't know anything, but somehow is able to pick winners. This was a weird week. You know, I will say this before you guys make fun of how what a terrible week of picking I had. The um, upset last night. Oh my god, I can't even talk about it. I'm the only guy. That, I'm the only guy it that called so it. Bad. I said the Vikings were going to win, beat the Niners, and uh, you look down at the sheet now. Yes, that's the only one I got right. One and four this week. There were plenty of opportunities for us to win that game, and we did not take yep. it. Yep, but. Great. The good thing Go is Vikings. that there were more gay sports highlights to add to my collection. Yes. And so there were a lot of moments where the ball squirted out. A lot of squirting. A lot of squirting. And um, and the D did a great job last night, the Vikings D. So um, this is the gayest sports highlights of the week if you missed it yesterday. And a bonus. 
are the gayest sports highlights from the week. He constantly pounds home as the game progresses. Wilson, messy pocket. He's got P. Ryan. Gay is blocked. That's a live football. Foreman with blockers in front. He's got a convoy of bears. Third and three. Right here. See how tight they are now? Happy National Tight End Day to those who celebrate. Oh, on National Tight Ends Day. <laughs> Throw to the outside for Higby. And on National Tight Ends Day. Boy, the grease is hot. Jonathan Taylor starting to sizzle. It's Henderson with a nice hole, and he surges forward. But you can tell he was uncomfortable. That's big. He explodes and spins and drives. Oh, what a play by Willie Gay. Here's Dicker coming out. Hopkins puts his back into it, and he's given Cleveland the lead. These have been the gayest sports highlights from this week. Oh, so good. You gotta put your back into it, Fine. Nothing worse than a messy pocket. Quick break, back with your news, and uh, we got more to give you. Oh, Tom Segura tickets coming up shortly. 7K Rock, Klein Alley Show. We'll get to your ADD news, then we will world premiere some brand new Green Day for you. If you're just waking up or you have no short-term memory because of weed, it will be brand new to you. We played it for the first time this morning around 6 a.m., and you'll get it throughout the day on K Rock. Uh, plus, we've got uh, Ali's diary here in the, in the studio. If you want to go deep, take a deep dive into her life, her hopes and dreams, aspirations. We've got the emotional years. We're going to pick a page at random, which she will read. It's costing us $50. We think it's a, a, a bargain, but we'll see. Maybe uh, there's we'll more see pages. what I do with that $50. Uh, if you're new to the show, nice to meet you. I'm Klein. There's Ali. That's uh, Omar Khan. There's hey. Jake the Nerd right there. That's what we do when we hear Jake the Nerd. That's what and you do. That's what everyone does. Those big, you can see, I didn't realize there was a full topless picture of Jake and his man boobs up at the Klein Alley show, funny. but enjoy it. <laughs> Here is your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Ooh, bubble wrap. <laughs> All right. If you remember the glory days of Sears, you probably remember this. Did Sears ever have glory days? Oh, yeah. Really? I used to go to Sears all the time, dude. But we're, there was but even, one right down the street from my uh, apartment. Yes, but even in those days, were they considered glory days? They were having glory days up until the 90s, mid-90s, when it started dwaning. And then all the way through the 2000s, eventually, they just, most of them shut down. But listen. There's more for your life at Sears. So shop around. Smile for daddy. Smile for daddy. That's when they really dedicated to the jingle, you know? Yeah, there, was, was no, there was no Amazon then to compete. No, there wasn't. But now, most of them have shut down, and Sears announced a bit of a comeback. They are reopening their store in the Burbank Town Center, and they already did a soft opening, I guess, <laughs> just now, and they had some people stop by and take pictures. And They're now doing a soft shutdown at 5 p.m. today. Dude, one of the quotes was, this place looks like it's about to close, not just reopened. Yeah. And it looks exactly the same. Like, wouldn't you think if you were Sears, you're going to reinvent the wheel a little bit if you're going to reopen at nope. a place that you used to be, and you're like, all right, Sears, come back, everybody. What is it going to be like? You're just going to have it be exactly the same with kinda, no changes? It's kind of like half committing to this because I think they all know it's not really a good idea but they probably have some extra warehouses full of crap they got to try to unload before the holidays I so mean, that's probably it's the really weird because all the all the smashing grabs going on and I guess right. the series used to be three stories but now they're just using two floors and then one floor is just for smashing and grabbing 
It, well, they're just like, you know, there's like shelves and mannequins up there. So it's like super scary up there, I guess. Really? Can you go to yeah. that floor? You, that's open to the public? The mannequin It's open only to the floor? public. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this, on social media, you could go see and see how sad it looks. You know, I actually <laughs> like the idea of bringing back Sears strictly as a training ground for smash and grabs. Uh, or like a smash yeah, and like grab a smash fantasy. And grab tr- training like, center. Like I would never do a smash and grab at a mall normally, but if there was like an escape room style, like or a uh, panic, like a rage room, rage room, room scratch smash, smash and grabs, where I could pay forty bucks and I could go in Dude, there. Sears should do that. That would be if they reopened that as a, like a like a fun smash and grab experience. We get like five of your friends, you all hoodie up and you run in there and. <laughs> That would be great. They check you into the room. All right, everyone, get your hoodies on. Okay, so just a couple of announcements. Here are your trash bags. Here's your hammer. Here's here's your tire iron. No running. The slower, the better. And then at the end, you get to buy your souvenir video. You know, it'll be like shot on that shaky cell phone footage. I would love Sears. People would love that. Hello, Sears. Listening, we're giving you a great idea here. Take it. All right, weight loss shots like Ozempic and WeGovi are very common now. Everyone is shrinking to the half their size. It's a freaky thing to wear. But don't worry, now they're going to start making it for kids. Pharmaceutical companies are investigating weight loss injections for a younger demographic. One company is going to be doing trials for a younger version of their diabetes medication, which, okay, if a kid has diabetes and needs medication, I get it. Another company is doing trials for a younger version of, um, it's it's called Saxenda, and it's a milder variant of Ozempic and Wegovy. For children as young as six years old. For, for weight loss reasons? Or yes. For, oh, really? Well, the, like the diabetes one I mentioned, like that one, the main focus is going to be diabetes. But then the, the other one is a milder version of Ozempic and Wegovy, and they're going to give it to kids who they feel like have obesity problems already. You know what's going to happen but that, is that parents are going to try to, you know, they're going to, quote, get it for their kids, yeah, but they're going to take it's it. it's cheaper. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like but Brad, but like none Brad of this Williams. solves the problem. When, when this Brad just Williams makes the buys... weight go away, and then the person still has a horrible diet, and what? Yeah, well, it starts at the bullying stops and everything like that. Like, you know, uh, Brad buys those uh, Air Jordans for children because he can buy, like, the full, like the real nice Air Jordans, but he gets the kid prices. Like, that, I'm sure the kid medicine will be less, easier to probably get, and the parents will just take it for themselves. And they'll just take a bunch more of them. Yeah. I'll just take six of these shots. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, the news crews love to talk to old people whenever they turn 100. We hear about it every single week. But I didn't know that they uh, don't just focus on humans. They focus on animals as well. And I just wanted to say a quick RIP to Bobby, the world's oldest dog. Bobby was officially named the oldest dog on record. Costa attributes his longevity to several. Oh, is it old people's secret time? Yeah, what do you think? Um, hump, uh, humping <laughs> and uh, good kibble. Several things, like living in the calm countryside, never having been chained or kept on a leash, and always eating people food. Ah, people food. Yeah, that's always uh, one no against leash. that. No leash. No like an, uh, That's a cage-free experience. Yeah, isn't that what you do with your dog? No, my dog is all leash, all kibble. No no people <laughs> food. But I do give it unlimited, unlimited humping privileges. And I do think that will lengthen his life. That dog was whack him off. That dog was thirty one. Is that right? Thirty one when he died. In- incredible. I mean, I really. I think two hundred and seventy in people years. Yeah, people like congratulate me because I was like, oh yeah, dog lived till eighteen. Like, oh, well, that's a real good run. And then I think to myself, that's like half of what those other dogs have <laughs> right now. Uh, we kick off new show. We kick off a new hour next with new Green Day. This is the world famous K Rock. Here we go. Welcome to just after 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. We said today is no longer Tuesday. It is Green Day as we bring you new Green Day music. 
The American Dream is Killing Me, first single off of the new album, which will be out in January. But uh, you've been getting that song from us all morning, and we'll continue to get it throughout the day. If you haven't heard it yet, you'll get it in a few moments. This is uh, Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. We know we have some new listeners checking us out for the very first time. You'll Thanks for taking the risk. Probably hate us at first, and then boom, just like that, tolerate, and then addiction. And then it's a 12-step dangerous dance. Till we ruin your life forever. I'm Klein. There's oh Ali. That is it DJ is. Omar Khan. Dangerous dance. Dangerous dance, Omar. We, I didn't yeah. know we were a dangerous dance. Oh, I know why. I, this is why. I support ISIS for no. the record. That's uh, why. Out of context. Oh, dangerous dance. You know, I got, by the way, that I, is got, a dangerous I got a DM. Yeah, I got a few DMs yesterday about that quote from people that said that even in jest, I shouldn't make statements like that over the airwaves. You shouldn't. And I yep. said, I was not saying that even in jest. I was... Uh-huh. Because I don't know what chest means. Right. <laughs> There's Jake the Nerd right there. Well, we I don't know. Postmaster Johnny. <laughs> that one's also a very I, sketchy once dance. Once again. <laughs> we are dangerous, turns out. Wow. Very, you were right, Klein. We're the, we're the biggest danger to ourselves, really, <laughs> is what I'm learning. Uh, lots to get to this hour on the show, including a little round of clickbait. We'll find out if you are implementing what is known as the golden... Triangle in your sex life. <laughs> Let me read that again. Golden hold, shower. On, hold on. The golden trio. Apparently, if you want to have the best sex on the planet, you need to implement the golden trio. If you don't know what it is, we'll break it down when we hit some clickbait. And uh, yesterday, our very own beer mug was sleeping on the job. He's done this many times before. We caught him yesterday in the act. There's video evidence up at Klein Alley show. He had an excuse. Ali brings to us a real story from a real employee that was sent home because they were also sleeping on their job. They had maybe the greatest excuse ever. Yeah. If you ever get caught sleeping at your job, you're going to want to have this excuse on the ready because it is, I mean, it's great. I, 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 you can't even fight it. You can't fight it. Uh-uh. Muggs, what were, you, uh, what were you saying yesterday when we woke you up? Because you were completely passed out in the office. And then we woke you up, and you were like, "What, what was your whole first thing? of all? First of all, video, it there- was after the show. Okay, let's not get whoa. Let's not get the truth twisted over here. Okay. Yes, but te- te- technically, you're still at work and supposed to be working. Yeah, we technically, working. you had left, Allie. Technically, Vanessa had left, so people were already no, gone. No, no, no. Allie was in the other studio recording stuff. Okay, where was Vanessa? She gone. was probably at gone. a meeting down the hall. No, she wasn't. She left. She went home. The show was over. I was yes, laying on the nice couch. You know what she does when she gets home, Mugs? She works Cont- again. Cool. I was taking a nap before I had to go home and do more work and be a father. So father. I wasn't sleeping. Well, being them. a father is not being doing work. That's what are you talking about? Nothing to do with us. Okay, <laughs> listen, you guys. Don't make it seem. Don't get it twisted. All right. Well, you were I sleeping. wasn't sleeping on the job. Okay, but you also have slept you, on the job multiple well, times. So that is true. Just bring up all your <laughs> Let's just bring up all your past indiscretions <laughs> right now. Should we talk about okay. the ones during the I show mean, look, off the air or what? the ones on the air? Well, at the time, Klein was late. Uh, okay, uh, 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 Johnny went to IHOP. All I right, mean, listen. I, what, let's not point fingers. You do sleep. You do sleep on the job. Yesterday, yes, we were not live on the air when you were sleeping, but there was still work being done on the show. There was no work being done on the show. Oh, I was. What do you think I, I was doing at my desk? You were. You were posting an Instagram story of me. Sleeping. <laughs> After the show. Right. We got to okay. get content somewhere. So what was your excuse for when you were woken up? Um, impeccable. Yeah, impeccable. That's what he, cl- he claims. He had because an impeccable you week. said impeccable, and, I re- and, and Johnny was tapping my... 
my nuts with a unicorn head or whatever, and that woke me up. And then, <laughs> and then I see you filming me, and then your first words were impeccable, and I just I well, echoed the er sentence earlier in the show. You claimed that you had an impeccable week, and I don't think you know what that <laughs> word means. I do know what impeccable means, <laughs> Allie. Why don't you tell Muggs what a good excuse is if you get caught sleeping at work? Okay, so this employee was sleeping at work. I actually don't even know what this person does for a living, but some one of his coworkers saw him and said, hey, you're sleeping, ratted him out, reported him to the boss, and the employee was about to be sent home, and his excuse was, I wasn't sleeping, I was closing my eyes to figure out a complicated issue at work. That's what happened the one time that Jake walked in. My what? eyes were closed and I was thinking of the something. one time. Yeah, yeah, he did. You know what's funny is that I have heard Muggs get woken up before and go, I was thinking of things. Yeah, and then I, we was, said, I was just you? closing my eyes to think of things for uh, the but, show. Uh, but that's a great, you get caught sleeping at your job. You say, I was closing my eyes to solve a complicated problem. I mean, what, what a, do you do with that? What a great... And you're like, of course you were. Great. Now, the problem is with Muggs, you give him any follow-up question that he's got nothing. And, and you also... Go, what was the problem complicated for him. Right, what was the complicated problem? And then he'll go... Impeccable. Impeccable. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I don't think most people snore while they're thinking. That's also true. Wasn't snoring. <laughs> this is a, a breathing world problem. premiere. <laughs> it is New Green Day. It is called The American Dream is Killing Me. And you get it right here on the World Famous K-Rock. That is Green Day. It is a world premiere. The American Dream is Killing Me on K-Rock. Continuing. People hearing it for the first time. Love it. I've heard it all four times you played it this morning, guys. That song kicks effing ass. Almost just said the word I can't say. Uh, that is a album that will follow in January and New Green Day for you. All right, Allie, we're going to get the clickbait in a moment, and then we will give away some tickets to go see Tom Segura. Which one of these are you most interested in? Because we have the answers awaiting you on all of them. Um, majority of Americans consider themselves productive when they get this many things done over the course of the weekend. Oh, wow. We got that to get to. The only one thing that can bring you true wealth in life. And are you implementing the sexual golden trio? It is the only way... Or at least the best way that a woman can actually achieve an orgasm. Yeah, 408 said um, that I know the answer to this one. It's the Chili's Fajita Trio. That's it. Well, it's we chicken, don't steak, and shrimp. That you can't go wrong. Orgasmic. Uh, that's why they say eating good in the uh, what's the chili. What do they say? That's eating a different. Eating good mess. in the neighborhood. That's a different one, I think. <laughs> we'll get to uh, clickbait in just a moment. We'll come back with that. And Allie's got her diary here. I'm looking at it. You got to see this thing, Omar. It's worth. Oh my God! It's written underlined. There's bubble letters. I wrote. Uh, more journal around. <laughs> you are not a hot air balloon. What does it okay, say? Hold on. That, read this that is sentence? a different. No. What I'm does not going to read say? any of my you sentences. You are not a balloon, it said. No. <laughs> I read that. So I could well, see clearly it. Clearly, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Her book is full of lies. That's all coming up. It's going to be a good hour. Go now. Right, we're going to cruise through Allie's very top secret journal diary in a moment. We got clickbait to get to as well. Chris is on the phone, 800 520 1067. Good morning, Chris. What's up? Sweet dibs. Sweet dibs, good yes. sir. What can we do for you? Uh, I just want to thank you guys. I uh, went to the, I, I won tickets to the Sandler show for you guys. It was really great, man. Uh, awesome show. Uh, wanted to thank you guys. You guys always come through. Um, you guys even uh, helped me break my dry spell, so. Oh, yeah. nice. Wow, That's you a were, huge accomplishment. You got laid because of the tickets you wanted to see Sandler? Yeah, my, my wife. She, wow. she finally... I, I was on the same boat as you, Clyde. I hear you, man. Wow, that's ha beautiful. Happens to all of us. <laughs> all of Allie's thoughts and memories and hopes and dreams and a pile in front of her. 
We're gonna I'm not sure I want to do this, man. I agree, Omar. Why? I think it's gonna backfire. I think it's. I don't want to learn. I feel like I'm gonna learn things about you. I don't even want to know from when you were mm-hmm. younger and more vulnerable and blah blah. And then we're gonna come off like dicks. Yeah, she's Guys, got. All, it's I'm my. Ready for it. It's my diary. What get, do you expect? Hey, we'll You're gonna th- be mad that it's vulnerable and raw. Have you ever shared this oh. with anyone ever? No. Like, uh, no one has read, you never shared it with your sister, like a best friend or anything like that? No. And you, you know even... what? I can tell you by one of these journal entries, if Katie hears that she's going to be upset. Oh, perfect. Really? Let's get her on the phone. Right, yeah, because I was obsessed with this girl. Yeah, but that was before you knew her. I know. It doesn't matter, Klein. It doesn't matter. Well, she's obsessed with, she's obsessed she's with Taylor woman. Swift. Yeah, she's obsessed with lots of girls. And every, every other weekend. woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, exactly. We'll to, I guess gonna, I should be reading her journal. We're going to get to Allie's diary in a moment. A page at random that we've picked. We paid $50 to share it on the air. You'll all get to enjoy it. If, uh, maybe we'll pass the hat around, set up a GoFundMe so we can buy more of her diary. Um, but first, what's going on with the uh, clickbait? The internet's full of riddles and mysteries. We solve them together. It's time for clickbait. Here we go. All right, we'll go uh, to this one first. Uh, If you want to be actually wealthy in the world, there's only one thing that will bring you true wealth. What is that one thing if you want to be not just rich, but wealthy? I didn't realize wealthy is more than rich. That's what rich people call themselves. Well, we have a we're a family of means. No, no, rich people always say we're comfortable. Oh yeah, and that's, that's right. Their, that's like they're really rich. Like comfortable means like yes, because our jet has planes on it. I mean, it's couches on it. That's what yes. comfortable means. That's if like your what, jet has planes on it, you're definitely you're very comfortable. That's how you know. Like, comfortable is an interesting way to say it. They don't like to say rich. So uh, if you want true wealth, there's a, according to the expert only one way to do it. What is the way to be wealthy, Allie? I believe it's to have your hand in multiple baskets. So I think a lot of people, like, they settle with one job and they're like, okay, this is going to be my thing. But I feel like Mark Cuban and all those people that, like, are billionaires, they have their hand in a lot of different things at any given time. All right. Multiple baskets. I don't think the rich people (laughs) would say that. Put my hand in multiple baskets. But, yes, I I know what you're saying, Allie. Uh, Jake the Nerd, you know about wealth. What is the one thing if you... That monkey money. ...will bring you true wealth? Uh, Well, I think clickbait is always, like, some kind of, like, switcheroo. Like, it's something that you you never think. And my uncle always said that you don't have anything if you don't have your health. So I'm going to pick health. Oh, interesting. Your uncle's an idiot. (laughs) All right. He's not comfortable. Yeah. Is your uncle (laughs) still with us, Jake? Yes. Planes on jets. Okay, that's real money. Uh, Omar, uh, this you know, this is probably, uh, listen, you've given us Mm. advice in the past. You're the most financially responsible. My advice doesn't really apply because, I mean, for me, I just have a ton of side hustles, and I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination. I just work really hard, and I'm comfortable. Um, yeah, but I think if you want the rich guy, what? he's yeah. comfortable. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I think if you want to bring, bring true wealth, you have to pass it down from generation to generation. generation. Oh, you gotta have old wealth. money. Yeah. Old yeah. money. Gotta be keep, a trust fund baby. Keep waiting to find out. I had some relative I never knew about that was like, oh, and by the way, we forgot about your great great grandmother. Yeah, or like a grandparent that just had a ton of money yeah. and never told anybody. Every that's why I answer. Everybody always wonders why I answer all these unknown numbers on my phone every day, and it's always solar. I always think it's going to be <laughs> information about a relative that I didn't know about that's got a ton of money that wants to sell you solar, and they, uh, <laughs> they always want to sell me solar. <laughs> uh, none of you are right. I'm shocked. If you want to be stupid rich, a.k.a. have wealth, there's only one way to do it. 
you have to invest. Oh, because come on. Say How do you know what to invest a in? Job, a full-time job <laughs> will not bring you wealth. Saving, saving, saving will not bring you wealth. Overspending will not bring you wealth. Being scared won't bring you wealth. Investing is the only way. Hey, make your money work for you to make more money. That's according to the experts, by the way. Huh. Just saying, invest. Well, yeah, that's what smart people say who know where to invest their money. Right, right, right. All right, we go to this one. I'm going to invest in that Madoff guy. I heard he does good things, right? <laughs> All right. We'll go with this one now, Allie. Uh, you are probably not going to achieve the ultimate pleasure as a lady unless you are part of the golden trio of sex moves. The golden trio has finally been revealed, and these are the three things if you want to maximize the chance of a woman. Guys are simple. We don't need a trio. One thing. We don't need no trio needed. But for women, these three things are the best combination that will make a woman achieve the ultimate oh, Let pleasure. me go back to my diary. I know they're in here. <laughs> Chapter four in Alice's <laughs> diary is called the Golden Trio. That's where we got this from. Okay, here are the three. Number one, sensual. You start the touchy touch slowly. Number two is go slowly. And then number three is go fast. Okay, Ali sensual, says sensual, slow, then slow fast. and then fast. Yeah. See, my problem is I only go with fast. Yeah, that. Yeah. there's two steps before Omar, that. Omar, you've only been yeah. with one woman sexually your entire life. She's your high school sweetheart. You married her. That we made all the way, yeah. You made it all I've been the with way. Her, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, but that was the one, right? That was your yep, bit. Yep, so yep. you would know, but she seems happy. Uh, I tend to, you know, please the lady. All yeah. right, so uh, what do you believe is the golden trio? Um... Ali's right. You go slow at first. You got to kind of like, you know, be sensual and stuff and then kind of like feel around. And then uh, uh, you got to have uh, and then the, number two, you got to put your uh, mouth down south, I think. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. You know, um, well, you didn't say then, it, Ali. If that's a good one, why didn't you say it? Uh, Ali didn't say it. I'm with then, Omar. And then, you know, uh, you know, when you're uh, actually having the intercourse, uh, try to hit that G spot. <laughs> All right. That's number three. All right. Omar says mouth south, G, and uh, go slow or whatever you mm -hmm. said at first. All right. Jake yeah. the nerd. How would I know? I'm a virgin. I know. <laughs> I was just trying to include you. All right. <laughs> we know this question is not relevant to you. Yeah, so. yeah, that's, that's Jake, everyone. <laughs> The There's three. The golden trio. I'll tell you guys right now. According, That's a lot of work. It's yeah, a lot with of work. Yeah, we girl. The golden trio includes the following. This Coach is what, is according to research, shows increase a woman's chance of reaching orgasm drastically during sex. Number one, Ali and Omar both got it. Deep, passionate mm -hmm. kissing. Yep. Deep and passionate. I do not do that. Number two. Yeah, which is really weird. Do you do you any of these three things? Well, guys, I told you yesterday, my tooth fell out. Well, we I, mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's actually lucky you didn't yeah, admit that. Yeah. Uh, number two is the mutual touching of each other's... Yeah, parts. parts that's great. Mm -hmm. With the hands, they're mm -hmm. saying. This yeah. is the best. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Number three, and Omar said it, mouth Stop. down south. Wow. Omar Interesting. Khan. Because there, there are some lover. women who don't like that. Well, not according to this. You show them this piece of paper. Not according to this random Science <laughs> this Daily article. Done by seven horny male scientists <laughs> said that that's what women want and that's what they'll get. Okay. All right, final one. Clickbait. Clickbait. We'll go with this. Uh, this is a uh, majority of people feel that if you get this much done over the weekend, you are, quote, productive. How much do you need to get done over the course of like a weekend? Like how many tasks? How many things do you need to complete over the course of a weekend to feel like you had a productive weekend? This is according to the majority of people. Everyone is a little bit different, but 
this a number of things you feel like at the end of the weekend. Like, oh, I did that, 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 that. I was productive weekend. I'm going to say if you did three things. Three things, also known as the golden trio. If you did mouth down south, <laughs> right, passionate kissing. That's right. And right Ali says three things, productive weekend. Omar Khan, what makes a productive weekend? A productive weekend for me is rather high. It's probably above the average, but I'm going to go with just uh, above alleys. I'm going to say four. Four things, productive weekend. Yo. Jake the nerd. Productive for me is one, so I'll say two. Right, you should have gone with your gut, dude. Apparently, according to most people, if what? you can accomplish even one thing. What? You, oh, my God. It, even if it's the simplest task, like cleaning out my inbox, paying a bill, you feel like, wow, I had a productive weekend. That's dude. The, that's the number that loser. we say is productive. So there you go. All right. Ali's Diary. Get into it next. The world-famous K-Rock. We are Klein Ali Show. Thanks for hanging out this morning. Things are about to get damn juicy after this. Rock Klein Ali Show. Thanks for hanging out. Lots of stuff coming up this morning, and uh, after we get out of here, you'll get your 40 minutes nonstop. K-Rock, Nicole, you'll get that new Green Day, and who knows when we add more and more tickets for you to uh, K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. They go on sale November 3rd. The Chili Peppers, Cannons, Offspring, Garbage, Bleachers, the list goes on and on and on, and uh, we cannot wait to get you in. More chances with us tomorrow. All right, we paid for it. Let's get it. Allie has been keeping diaries and journals her entire life. Uh, yeah, but I don't really do it a whole lot anymore. But you did do it in your... I, I would say starting from like 6th or 7th grade all the way up until... I mean, I still have one, but I don't really write in it very often. Well, that thing looks like it's covered. Every page, all that cursive. Good thing they're bringing cursive back. man. Yeah, this really, is my cursive. See, you, I journal in cursive usually. So we bought a random page. We don't know what it'll be, but we paid $50 for it. Would you read this if I gave you the entire book? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't imagine it being that interesting. You can't do it. Also, I couldn't do it. I would, I would listen to the on, you know, the audio version of it. All right, if so it you have a few things to choose from here. Number one is a journal entry that I found from uh, when I had slept with my ex, and this was a girl that I was really obsessed with, and we were on again, off again a lot. She cheated on me a lot, and this was a journal entry after we had slept together. Then interesting. I have one in, uh, of me in seventh grade wondering why I don't have any friends. Oh, that's the one we should do. I think. <laughs> no. So sad. Really? So, I have no best friend and it feels incredibly lonely. Oh, you want to hear this that? This is going to be such a depressing... We started like the show... Like a phantom limb hanging there, numb and tingling. You wrote all that? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, why, you got no, that's why you got no friends. <laughs> you stupid think you're a tree. Okay. Or... Hey, uh, hold on. That's going to bum us out, though, I feel like. I think that might be a little too much, yeah. But then there's another journal uh, that I kept while I was on Anne Frank the Musical, the tour. Yeah. When I was playing Anne and Anne Frank, and it's about my life on the road and also me getting a little bit worried about my weight gain. Mm, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I My dad said today that I was born for the road, and I think I agree. I want to travel the country so badly and write about it or film it. Maybe I'll spread gay rights to the country. Let me get my 50 bucks back. I don't want to buy it. I really am regretting buying this page from the journal. Can I have the $50 back and you can keep the pages? I mean, all right. I mean... I, mean, I, don't, I don't have to read let's this. Let's go with the... What's in it for me? There's nothing except 50 bucks. Let's go with the X, I guess. This okay. was Allie's uh, X. This is, how long has it been since you've read this? Oh, probably since when I wrote it in 2006. Oh, Mike, this is almost 20 years old, this po this this uh, written word. I couldn't come up with a word for it, so written word this on calligraphy. page. calligraphy. Whatever, all this right. script. Let's, uh, let's gather around, and then we get one page. 
This is Allie's actual diary that she kept from 2006. Laura and I slept together again. That night, I dreamt of a hot air balloon. I knew I saw the words hot air balloon. <laughs> I thought that was you. Sorry, so um, I won't interrupt. Go ahead. Okay. The, I am so overcome with feeling when I see her that she encompasses my entire being and I lose myself. Whenever I am with her, she triggers feeling, even suppressed feelings that I didn't know I still needed to let out. I could lose my foothold, plummet down the rabbit hole at any moment. She represents my need for individuation. Were you hoping that someone found this I am book? strong. Allie, were you hoping that this was like discovered and that you were going to be like a published author because of this dumb thing or no? Like, or was this really you like getting out your feelings? This is me getting out my feelings. I had a lot of feelings. But how come you're writing it in such like a profound way? Like who did you That's think you were? That's how I write. We've seen your emails. Yeah, it's not how you write. Okay, this is how I write when I'm contemplating my own life okay, and go my ahead. emotions. I'm sorry. This is Edgar Allan Poo hands. <laughs> I am strong, but when she leaves the next morning, my heart will be broken. I think about her for the rest of the day and week. I'm sitting in my room, currently trying not to call her, but don't want to be seen as pathetic or weak. Well, there. (laughs) (laughs) It brings me back to all the times I hurt because she wasn't thinking about me, but maybe she was. She was also not letting me consume her as I did. She, the thought... She thought of her own issues and transitions and discoveries. She was discovering herself, and she didn't mean to not care about me. I find myself in this position now, and I feel bad. I feel pity for anyone who doesn't feel this way and hope they can change in the future in the same way I did. Well, you're like a narcissist. <laughs> this is like the writing of a mad woman. We gotta find I think it. I figured something out here, even gotta, though we, I did it. we got to find this woman and I like track convinced her down. myself that this woman loves me, even though she obviously doesn't. Yeah, this woman, like, used you, it feels like. She, like, used me for a one-night stand, and yeah. I was like, I knew it. She was thinking about me. How many pages Just did you as, write about her? Oh, my God. Look, I'm writing on the sides oh of the pages. Oh, my God. You got to see this. This is pathetic. This goes on. And then I <laughs> and then I did a whole in-depth thing about the hot air balloon dream and what it means. What do you think it means? Uh, I feel my creativity leaving me when I smoke pot. Oh, this is a different journal entry. Oh, see, this is the problem <laughs> with weed. You start writing about... But I feel the desire to calm down and reward myself for all, right. all my hard work. <laughs> 50. That's the worst way to spend fifty dollars ever. I now hate. Feel better? I now hate journals and lesbian stories. You've ruined everything for me. My whole life. You're this welcome. Uh, this uh, artist, Picard, will be at K Rock's almost acoustic Christmas, and we'll wrap up the show after Helen back. K Rock. <laughs> Text line's very fun. It's K Rock Brian Alley show. We're gonna get the hell out of here. Forty minutes nonstop. K Rock in your future. Nicole Alvarez. And uh, 90s at noon, it's all coming up. Plus, you'll get that new Green Day. Let me see if that's scheduled shortly. Should be. Damn good song. Well done, Green Day. Not that you need our approval, but man, I like it. 818 said, guys, I am rock hard and sad at the same time from Aldi's Diary. That's how we like to end every show around here. Exactly. Uh, 818, I love this. This is exactly how I felt about my ex. Lover and hater at the same time. I still think about her every day, and I haven't seen her in years. It's crazy. We got to try to track down that one. You think she's still alive, that woman? I think she's alive, but she... I actually did follow her on Instagram for a while, but I think she, like, changed her name for a third time. Oh, man, it's trying to escape you. Yeah, I'll find her. I'd love to track her down and (laughs) get her on the phone. Don't worry. I'm like Scientology. I'll find her. (laughs) 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 Allie just reads this weird journal entry she wrote about her 10, 15 years ago. Freak her the F out. That'll be scariest Halloween of her life. Yeah, 818 said my takeaway for the show is that Allie's ex deserves a restraining order. Sure does. All right, takeaways. What do we got? 
Okay, let's see. Five, six, two, my takeaway is my eyes are closed, but I'm thinking about work. Apparently, I do this every night when I'm sleeping. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Three, one, on my takeaway, uh, Klein Alley Show. It's a dangerous dance. And 805, my takeaway is impeccable, means different things to different people. Speaking of that, Beer Mug, got a takeaway? Yeah, Jake needs a Merkin. Jake does need a Merkin. Jake? <laughs> got a takeaway? Yeah, the saddest guy in the world is almost Ralphie. Almost Ralphie. Man, that was a sad story. You want to hear about the guy that almost got the role as Ralphie in A Christmas Story? Uh, check out the podcast that goes with today's show. Full episode there and everything that you may have missed. Uh, Al, your takeaway. My takeaway is save the glitter for the uggos. Save the glitter. You don't need a good-looking people. Give it to this uh, this ugly guy over here. Oh, I got a takeaway? Yeah, I do. My takeaway is, hey, good cart. Finger guns. Hey. Finger guns. Hey, good shot. Good cart. Have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Try to do it better. And uh, Nicole Alvarez takes over next. They, 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 they feel that, uh, um, uh, that you know, they that they feel that, uh, that, um... Uh, they say time flies when you're having fun, so clearly that last podcast episode felt like it took an eternity. Congratulations. Here's your prize. It's more of us. We're just here to say thanks for spending some time listening to the show. Downloading means a lot to us. Obviously, hopefully you subscribed at this point. And spoiler alert, we're live on the radio. That's right. It's like what podcast did before there was podcast. Yeah, and if you haven't already, subscribe and leave a review because it really helps us out. And now, probably a commercial. Nope. It's a... Oh, you're right. It's a commercial. Damn you, Madison Avenue. Damn you, delicious products that we'll probably purchase. <laughs>